very good evening slash afternoon live from Charles Bean Park. Yes, for t- the second week running, we are back here on Triple H Sport 100.1 FM to call live action football for you. Pleasure to be here to talk the beautiful game. My name is Dom Rizzuto and first game off the bat in quite some time calling some football and I, for one, am very excited. As mentioned, we're in the the heart of the northern suburbs in Linfield. Picturesque AstroTurf ground we have here. It's one of the great setups in this uh, local community area to uh, call these great games. I've been watching the build-up and the juniors play. It's uh, it's a real football ground around here and the community that uh, comes down to watch them is in full force. We've got a crowd of about 10 or 20 people for this game today. You would have heard last week Anthony the Ball Caruso take you through the men's match, but tonight we have the women's playing. They're warming up now and we're expecting another big game ahead of what's going to be a very exciting MPLW season as well as North Suburbs Football Association, excuse me, Association Games and Manly Moringa Football Association Games. In coverage with me this evening, joined by the brightest football mind in this area, uh, in the North and Suburbs area. She is the number one for Div 3, uh, Keesing Points Soccer Club. Um, she joins us again for a second week in a row. Um, it was a pleasure to have her company. Georgia Lomas Futuran, thank you for being with us. You must be excited again to see some of the girls run around today. I'm very excited. I mean, as I've said, I, I grew up on the North Shore. I'm still here. I'm still part of the association. I play at Kissing Point, as mentioned before. So, I mean, I may have seen some of these girls come up through the ranks as well and, and possibly been uh, their opposition, but it's fantastic to be here. Charles Bean. Always fantastic to play on. It's always very well maintained and the pellets don't all bunch in one spot like other fields. So I think we're in for a very good game judging from uh, the warm-ups I've just seen. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get to uh, some... I wanted to ask you a few questions on the game uh, last week as we, the, the warm-up starts to wrap up. But we are joined by uh, uh, another star uh, making her bench and uh, Triple H Sport debut and, and Sunday Live debut. Um, she's a former Western Sydney Wanderers uh, player as well as Manly Football um, Association player. Uh, she joins us, and we're very, very lucky to have her here. Caitlin Jarvie, thanks for being with us. Welcome to the show. It's great to have some expertise uh, join me because, by God, I need it. Uh, thank you for having me. Good evening. Uh, very excited to be here. I've, I've played and watched a lot of the girls throughout the years in Manly, so excited to see the progress and the standard tonight. So... Just looking forward to the evening. Georgia, you said that, uh, you know, last uh, week you were here. How did the game go on this pitch? You know, you, you unfortunately had to spend 90 minutes with Anthony the Ball Caruso. <laughs> First of all, how was that? Rated out of 10. And then, you know, are we going to see a, a similar fixture tonight? Is it going to be as tight um, as it was in the game last week? Or do, is, have you got yourself a clear favourite to start the uh, uh, at the start of the game? I mean, spending 90 minutes with Caruso, anyone goes deaf, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, my ear was a little bit sore after the game, but that's okay. He met a lot of people when Caruso's around, judging by all these connections. But no, it was, it was fantastic, and it was a very high-standard game as well. I mean, the, both teams said they'd only met once and trained together once as well, so that was pretty impressive, and the teamwork that went along with it. So I think... If the women are anything to go by the men, I think we're in for a very high standards game and I think it's going to be a close one. You mentioned, uh, Caitlin, that you've played with some of these girls uh, coming through the, the ranks tonight. Um, you know, they're, they're, I'm not sure if you've, if you've had a look at the team sheet. We'll mention it uh, uh, just before the kickoff. Anyone uh, who you're looking forward to seeing playing tonight? Um, I mean, I've been in a number of teams with Bess Sweeney. 
uh, from junior level. Uh, so always like to watch her play. Uh, Tess Olsen, she was at Manly United. And that's about all the names I recognise. <laughs> well, it's, it's more than it's more yeah. than me. That's for sure to start off with. So yeah, keep an eye for those two today as we uh, as we go through our coverage. The final player is uh, coming off the field as the warm ups are done. Let's run through the teams uh, for you, shall we? Uh, in no sort of particular order in terms of the, the starting lineups, but uh, I'm sure in the next exhibition like this, there's going to be players getting uh, plenty of time on the field ahead of the season uh, and also trying to look to impress um, you know the the various different. Uh, scouts and coaches that are here uh, this evening. Uh, starting with the home side, the North and Suburbs Football Association Select. Um, in goals, starting today, you will have Bronte Finnegan, who was just warming up before. She looked very sharp in between the sticks. Uh, Got to be a brave goalkeeper, as we mentioned, Georgia, to be uh, <laughs> playing <laughs> with, uh, with, a, with a pair of gloves on with the, the AstroTurf at your mercy. Hopefully there isn't too many one-on-one situations for her that she has to deal with where she's sliding out to, to claim the ball. Um, along with that, you have playing uh, a Across uh, the, the field, you have Imogen uh, Bedwell from Linfield, Jemina Davidson from Linfield, Hannah Turl from Linfield, Kim Skellen from Linfield, Amanda Skellen from Linfield, Akia Cohen from Linfield. Now, I must remind you, everyone, that Linfield were the champions last year in the first division. That's why there is quite a few players from that list uh, from uh, from the Northern Suburbs Football Association side. Hayley Byrne is is up is in the side from North Sydney. Drew Doris as well from North Sydney. North Bridge's Ella Budakian, 2020 Golden Boot, is in the side. I expect big thing from her today. Dorothy Poon is the reserve goalkeeper this afternoon. Uh, North Bridge. Uh, round out their final few players with Holly Bergman and Xanthia Munston um, in the midfield and then from Taramala you have Alison Hurd UTS Sarah Gordon is, is representing and from West Pimble you have Lauren Lambert and Nicola Mayers go to the the Manly Football Association side um, starting with the Brookvale representation you have Vanessa Semino and Kira Bullman Beacon Hill got two representatives Beth Sweeney and Carly Usher a late uh, uh, exclusion is Nina Hall. From Seaforth, you have Maddie Kilpatrick and Julia Murphy, Texaria. Wakehurst's one representative and playing up front today is Jasmine Elry. And then from Mossman, a um, host of representatives here. You've got Coldar Hill, Hannah Grimble, Ashley Hewson, Arabella Baker, Phoebe Pincus, Steph Davis, Alicia Warren, and then from Manly. At Lambie, you have Tess Olsen, and in the number one, you have Jerry Gerrich, who is a the player between the sticks. We're just getting some uh, some late uh, uh, team changes here, having a swap around, uh, different number. So we've had a number change. So in number four, instead of number 18, Clodale Hill is in the number four for you today. So just uh, wrapping up now, the uh, the home side is out. It's a picturesque evening. We had some rain come through just before, but I think that's going to um, obviously not affect this pitch being the turf. I mean, I haven't played too many turf games in my very amateur career, Caitlin, but you've played, uh, you know, across the globe in different pitches, you know, on a big field. What's, it, what's the difference playing on a, a pitch like this than playing on the fresh cut grass uh i think the ball's a lot faster uh if it rains it's gonna skid so hopefully it holds off uh the grass is obviously softer uh, <laughs> which mentioned earlier is nicer for the goalkeepers uh but 
apart from that I, it's just the speed and obviously the consistency of the passes it's a lot easier on the astroturf in my opinion some people prefer the grass but I mean I like I'm a fan of the astroturf Georgia, you, have you ever played uh, on the Astro as a goalkeeper with your, your several knee pads and elbow pads on? <laughs> uh, the one game I played without knee pads, I actually ended up with turf burn and uh, nerve damage in my shin. So I now can't feel about 30% of my shin well, on my left leg, which is pretty impressive. So I always make sure that I've got those pads on, knee pads, elbow pads, anything, uh, and hope that I really, really don't play on a hot day. Well, I mean, in terms of not feeling 30% on that one side of your shin, yeah. surely now you're like imperious down that one side because there's no such thing as pain anymore. No such thing as pain, but I mean, the rash is not pretty and oh, I can't feel true. it, so. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Referees are, uh, are coming out now. Um, along with uh, uh, three uh, officials, three female officials today, uh, led by uh, one uh, senior male official um, for the game. Decent crowd, as I mentioned, uh, guys, for a, for a Wednesday night. I've said it's a, it's cooler weather. It looks like the rain that came through at the last second is, uh, you know, just uh, starting to move away, which is very nice. I'm just going to quickly take this team sheet and uh, redo some numbers as the game uh, sort of gets underway. We're just still waiting for the Manly uh, select side to, to walk out. Guys, I'm going to call it early predictions. What, what's your, what's your scoreline? Who's your player? Who's your player of the match? How do you see it playing out? George, I'll start with you first. I'm never great with players of the match because I always want to go with the goalkeeper. So I won't, I won't make any calls for player <laughs> of the match. I, I'm so biased when it comes to goalkeeping. Uh, but I will, I have to give it to the NSFA. Uh, two to one. Two to one. And Caitlin? Uh, I think, as mentioned, they've only trained a couple of times together as a, as a whole. Uh, so it'll be interesting how it does play out. Uh, I am from Manly Warringah, so I will be biased towards them. Uh, and I'll go for a 3-2, slightly higher scoring. A high-scoring game today. Yeah. Well, let's hope we see some goals today. Um, I know we saw some goals in the game last week, um, and I'm sure we're going to see some some in a moment's time. The Manly Warringah side now is uh, making their way onto the pitch, so we're not too far away. And there's the ground announcer, so we're getting ourselves... Uh, Right underway here. Um, shouldn't be too far away, as mentioned. Just a couple of seconds from kickoff. Just a reminder, this is Triple H, 100.1 FM. You're listening to the Manly Warringah Select versus Northern Suburbs Select exhibition match. Hit live from Charles Bean Park. So joined myself with Tom Rizzuto, joined by Caitlin Jarvie and Georgia Lomas Fataran. And that's how you pronounce it, Anthony Caruso. Nothing too, <laughs> nothing too shabby. Just on Anthony Caruso, Georgia. How was how was his style last week? He, I know he can get energetic and and drown you out, but was it was he fair? Was he generous? It was it was very fair calling. I will give him that. Uh, he did get very excited, and he was very excited when a certain Manly Warringah player came out numerous times, and that uh, was performing very well. But no, he was he was a very good caller, and um, you know he he really he really called a fair game. It was awesome to see. Caitlin, you know you've had a. You know some some experience there for for your for your playing days uh, across uh, both Australia and, and and Poland. You mentioned to me in the in the pre-match build-up. What do, what do you think is going to be the difference between these these two sides today? Where how how do you see one winning? Are you are you are you, are you gunning for a side to be to really tested test the waters and, and attack, or are you looking for a bit more consistency and resolution in, in you know in, in a possession game? 
Um, being at the beginning of the season, I think it's going to be important to try and be high intensity as possible. Uh, and obviously test the defence, test their, the strikers, test their speed against the defence and the back line. Obviously, if they can get balls through the back, that's going to be an advantage. And really, I think both sides should be trying the same thing to begin with and settle into the match. And I think half-time will be very interesting once they've worked each other out. And second 45 is definitely always the most intriguing part of any match. I used to think as a kid that it actually was, uh, was a longer part of the match for some reason because you used to if your team was winning they were like why isn't the game finished he's the same my dad why does this go for an hour and the first half goes for 45 minutes can I just say as the goalkeeper like if you're winning by a lot and you haven't touched the ball you're kind of sitting there going well this is great fun mm. look another blade of grass I played uh, yes I played a bit of goalkeeper in my time uh, until uh, until recently actually and when some uh, some loose cannon decided to run into me and we had a knee clash and that was that uh, end of my career in goals but yes there was those times where especially in the Div 8 for Marrickville Red Devils that uh, <laughs> where the other team would rock up with only two players uh, you know only nine players on the field and you were just sort of you know lying down on the goalpost waiting for something to happen and usually it was just because they hoofed it clear and had absolutely zero kind of Mm -hmm. skill in terms of what they were trying to do <laughs> so <laughs> Anthony Caruso is also trying to give me live updates from uh, Chroma Park uh, thinking that I'm actually going to be able to pay attention to that whilst also call this live game <laughs> anyway the game is just about to begin the sides are walking out into the middle of the field to the, to the penalty excuse me to the, uh, the kickoff uh, circle um, as usual a very official start with football um, we're going to have their photo taken uh, by the uh, Ground photographer as they walk out. Uh, the northern suburb side are dressed in a sharp green strip today from uh, from head to, to, to knees and then wearing a nice bright yellow sock. Um, some wearing black as well. so I'm They're not actually wearing their club socks. Wearing their club uh, socks. Ah, okay, that's cool. So, so you'll see a lot of navy blue because uh, that's a Linfield colour and as we said, many of the players are from Linfield being the premiers. But no, they're all wearing their club socks. All wearing club teams? socks. Not to join both teams. I can't see from the, the position. We're sitting on the uh, just behind the uh, the goalposts here on the excuse my geography. The northern end, I would say here. Um, Mate, I failed geography. I don't I, know. I didn't fail geography. Did I try very hard at it? No. Uh, but I've always had a, a yeah, okay. knack of uh, for uh, for direction. Regardless, we're sitting in the lovely uh, community centre setup that they have here. Uh, a nice spot uh, to call football. Uh, it's that end-to-end -end TV view that you used to get when you played FIFA as a kid. Or, if you're like me, still play it. Good crowd building up Relatable. here. It got to around about 30 to to, to 40 people. Um, just the, the teams are huddling in the middle now, um, uh, waiting to start. The referees uh, have got themselves getting into position um, uh, on both, side, both touch sides, touch lines. Uh, coaches today, I should mention as well, I, I didn't get around to that. Uh, coaching the Northern Suburbs side, there's a big echo there from, and a big war cry from the Northern Suburbs side as well. The, you might have heard through our effects mics. Um, coach today is uh, Elidif Mackay. Do you I know how say. to say that name? Eldif? Eldi? Ailey. Ailey. Apologies. Uh, Ailey, Ailey McKay. McKay from the Northern Tigers coach and Graham Ness, who is the Linfield FC assistant coach. And for Manly, uh, the coach today is Hassan Chahab, the Mossman coach, and his um, 
and he's there by himself today and he might have some some assistance with him but they are not on my sheet today so the line up now we are right to, uh, to get underway it's going to be a manly warringah kickoff to start proceedings this way the referee is uh just having a little bit of a committee hearing with his uh, referees before he starts as he's going to pass the ball uh to the front uh, the front player today for the Manly Warringah side, the number 12 today for you, who is Drew Doris, who is playing up front. Let's go. Not uh, Drew Doris. Uh, Beth Sweeney is playing up some for Beth Beacon Hill. We're underway here uh, for North It's an early start here. It's an early break here. There's a huge mistake at the back from the Manly Warringah centre-back, Cloudow Hill, who was, gave her right back a... An absolute hospital pass, but she breathes a sigh of relief as she recovers the the breakaway from the northern suburb sides and then manages to clear it. It now will be a throw, a throw, sorry, for the Manly side. And well, I tell you what, Georgia, it was almost a very fast start. That was a bit of a heart attack there. <laughs> not for not for the NSFA, but for Manly, it certainly was. But they've done well to recover too. We're going to have themselves a, a, a throw in here. The North Shore select side. It comes now to. Um, is Anthea Munston who couldn't quite control it from the throw headed away dealt with by the defence of the Manly side and they put the pressure on as they try and uh, force them back within their own half good control here from the northern suburb side as they play it out from the back Swings it out now out to the left hand side good first time passes here you can see that the northern suburb side has come to play can't quite get themselves further up the field though as my manly side easily come across to defend uh, the breakaway down the left-hand side. Playing on the left-hand side today for the Northern Suburbs side is number 11 Lauren Lambert from West Pimble. She wins herself a throw-in for her side. Northern Suburbs clearly the side looking to start well here. Got themselves in a nice position. Just playing it back now, trying to keep possession at the moment. But this Manly side, they're hurrying and hustling. There's an opportunity here. The ball's played through, but well intercepted there by number 16 today. Ashley Houston from Mossman, right, playing it right back. She does a very good job of cutting out that ball. That ball has now gone out. A poor first touch there from the uh, the right midfielder for the northern suburb side of Manly. Bria side for Leaf as they relieve themselves a bit of pressure with a throw. And goes upfield now, and it's flicked on there by the number nine today for you. As I mentioned before, Drew Doris playing up front. Um, excuse me, sorry, Julia Murphy Texaria playing up front for you for the Manly Warringah side. Coming back down the field now as it gets lost in someone's lunch picnic. Well, that's, I mean, well, it's a, bit, that's a first. I mean, that's a good see. They should pay for those being that close and have that kind of service. Ball goes over the top as a throw. It's going to be dealt with here and hooked away there by Cloudow Hill, who gets it away. But it doesn't come too far. Comes out to, to Munston, but it then comes back to Hill and she just hoofs it clear. Long clearance. And then on the chase is Carly Usher from Beacon Hill. She's found herself with the ball here. Needs some support. Chris is it a cost first time, but it's uh, easy uh, takings for the goalkeeper for the northern suburb side. Bronte Finnegan from the Linfield team playing it out from the back here. Lots of confidence from this North Shore side. And as they move it upfield, they've got uh, themselves uh, in position. But losing the ball there is uh, number 11. Lambert from Pimble plays it across, but it's dealt with by the defence there. And as the Northern Suburbs try to break away here, but they can't find themselves out of trouble just yet as there's a bit of ping-pong football being played. Finally falls to the feet of a Northern Suburbs player who just gets harassed there. Great pressure there from the... Uh, the midfielder for the Manly Warringah side today, who is Jasmine Elry from Wakers, playing at left mid. A, a somewhat frantic start here, Caitlin, but uh, plenty. It's interesting to see the Manly side putting in a lot of pressure, and Northern Suburbs looking to really play a possession game. Yes, I think uh, I think 
at the start I thought it was going to be very high intensity I'm just uh, intrigued to see if they can maintain this and for how long they can maintain it I think once the nerves go they'll settle into the game and there'll be a lot more passing of the ball well, playing it out from the back here, this Northern Suburbs size, they've got a plenty of confidence with themselves in possession, but uh, they find themselves uh, losing out there. They're going to have a, a, a throw in here for Manly uh, on the far side of the field, on the on the supporter side of the field as the throw comes in now. It's a long ball throw. It's not quite Rory Delap, but it's close. There's a, there's a clash in the box. Referee says nothing given. And they find themselves with the ball here, Manly, just trying to find a yard of space, but this absolutely being swarmed Ooh. by this northern suburb side as they try to find a bit of break. Gets it across now to Murphy, whips it in. It's a good ball. Will it fall for them, though? It's well kept there by Finnegan, who comes out well and claims what is rightfully hers. Tries to get a quick play going, but realises that she's got no support. She'll take her time and hoof it upfield and comes up to the number 17 today for you, who is, um, I'm not too sure, there's a number 17 on the field for you today in the northern suburb side. Maybe it's a number 13 there, is who's Ella Badakian from Northbridge, obviously the uh, the goal scorer the, the North Conference. There is a 17 there. They've had a late change on the uh, the Northern Shore side, and I'm not too sure who that is. Apologies for you. We'll try and get that for you. They're in Linfield, Sucks. Does that help? Well, <laughs> uh, well, if it's Linfield, maybe it's a uh, it's uh, potentially a, uh, Akia Cohen or maybe Imogen Bedwell in the 16. Perhaps I haven't seen her yet, so potentially it's her. Up playing up front. Goal kick now. It's it's not the best of clearances from Finnegan and it's pounced on by Manley, but they've managed to find themselves a bit, a bit of a space here now. It's going to fall, come across here to the... Well, it's fallen brilliantly for Manley as they try to pass out of the box. Coming through the midfield now, but they're just getting absolutely swarmed by this North Shore side who has come to play. Imogen is in the 17th. I was right. Could you believe? <laughs> I mean, I didn't. That's for sure. Played out. No, this is a lovely ball, but it's just a bit overhit there. Unfortunately, Lambert was never going to get that pass there from Munston. But a bit of pressure here as Manley failed to keep possession of the ball as the North Shore side continued to keep up this high pressure. I'm going to throw in now, and I'm going to take a quick breather myself. Georgia, your uh, your local girls looking like the side on top so far. Yeah, they certainly do. And, I mean, this is very different to the game we saw last week with men. Men typically play a very different approach to football as well. They tend to pass it around the back line a lot, get plays set, and then pass it up to their playmakers on the wings. But women tend to go about it themselves. They do have the support, and they will reach out, but it's very much a clearance game in women's football. Arabella Baker playing on the right side in attack in what looks like a bit of a 4-3-3 for the Manly side today and the way they line up. She was just trapped there as the ball gets flung in by uh, uh, Carly Usher with a big long throw. It's going to come out now for a goal kick, I believe. It was just flicked over the top there by Arabella Baker who couldn't quite make it through um, and control the ball down around her feet to get us off. Goal. Actually, it was the number six there for you today. It was Steph Davis who's playing in the heart of the midfield for you, uh, for your Manly side. Playing it out from the back again as they've got uh, plenty of time on their hands. It's a good one-two play from this North Shore side. A bit of an under-hit pass there, and now Manly could potentially break away, but they don't find themselves the key pass they need. And eventually North Shore get it away, and they're going to find themselves a bit of a throw here. They must have taken a deflection on the way. Imogen Bedwell goes across to take the quick one, but there's no one in support, so it's just flinged up field. And they're going to find themselves losing out there as they can't get the throw to the right person. And this one will go out for a manly throw as it's uh, deflected off the, the striker today for North Shore. Nicola Myers from West Pimble. Myers, I should say, not Myers. Played the long throw. I don't know if the ref saw a potential foul throw there. There's a few calls from, the, from a, a hopeful amount of... Uh, you know, 
supporters we have here today for the North Shore side, and I'm assuming some of the Manly side. And if you aren't interested in football, ladies and gentlemen, there is a couple playing a lovely game of badminton down the right outside. <laughs> so if you get bored of me, please come down and have a listen uh, and have a watch at them. Beautiful game, badminton. It should be played more by people. Chance here now for a long throw special from the North Shore side as they continue to pound this this right side of the field, really targeting left back for the Manly side today in uh, excuse me, is the name, a bit of a name change on the number eight for you. So it's Jasmine Elry from Wakehurst. She's found herself in a bit of trouble here, but she's managed to find herself a throw. And now we're going to get uh, Manly Winger throw as North Shore can't quite make any use of it. Comes now to the... Uh, and it's full, it's deflected here. There's an opportunity to cut to the byline, full to cross. It's nobody in the <laughs> six-yard box. Unfortunately, Julia Murphy... Excuse me, number nine... Uh, for the, uh, Nicola Mayers just couldn't get across there in time. It was great work there from Bedwell in the 17. She was unable to find the target uh, player in the box. And they're going to find themselves another long throw opportunity now from the other side. Really looking the part here today, Bedwell. Um, maybe it's the change from the 16 to the 17. Who knows? <laughs> going to get a, a number can make all a, the difference. It is a corner here. And thank you for taking over the stats for me there, Caitlin, because I totally forgot that that was a thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> in comes the cross now. It's whipped in. It's coming towards the goalkeeper, but well handled there by the number one, Bonnie Bronte Finnegan. She plays a quick throw. It's a short one to, out to uh, the number six. And is the counter attack on? Counter attack from uh, Steph Davis. She tries to play it long. Chasing on through. Onside is Vanessa Shimento, but it's going to just roll a little bit too long. And Bronte Finnegan is there to pick it up well out early and handles herself with, uh, with good steed. And she plays it out short now. It comes to uh, Elsry out on the left-hand side, but she turns and she's tackled. So it's Lambert there, West Pimble, and she's going to go out for a throw. Hey, Dom. Yes. I reckon that's their backup goalie for the NSFA because when she turned around, she's wearing number 23. Oh, was she wearing number 23? Well, thank you for letting me know. Dorothy Poon is, uh, has started the, the game. Sorry, not Dorothy Poon. Apologies. Um, number 23 for you today is the in the green in the green oh yeah sorry for the north Shore. i was right dorothy poon um who was the from northbridge who's starting for the nsfa playing out from the back again not uh, too concerned with uh, losing possession this north shore side played beautifully over the top here comes imogen bedwell she's got plenty of pace got no one in support though she's looking for someone cuts back inside brilliantly done she's going to get towards the byline comes to the box but well cleared by hill stops her in a track great play there from bedwell but she had no support there needed it Davies takes her time and finds herself going back towards Caitlin Labasse from Mossman, and she plays it upfield, but there's no one there um, up f further for her to find as Usher chases, and then it's retrieved there, and it finds its way back to, to Poon, who is now in goals. She sends it out to the right back. She's being hounded here by this Manly side, but very, very ticky-tack of stuff. It's like watching Manchester City play here from the North Shore <laughs> Football Association side. Lovely to watch. Very Pep Guardiola. Plenty, love watching the beautiful game. Curse of the commentator. Missed, uh, missed touch there from the uh, the right back from North uh, Northern Suburbs, and it's a manly throw. And find themselves in the corner. Caitlin again. This very high pace. The manly's not really allowing North Shore to, sorry, the Northern Suburbs, sorry, to play out from the back as much as they'd like, but. At the same time, you know, they're finding themselves in plenty of space, these, uh, the, the women in green. Oh, they certainly are. It's been, I think, both sides now. Their passes are coming together. Now it's just going to be about the finish, getting people in the box. Played it through there. Uh, the uh, Munston uh, through to uh, 
<coughs> excuse me, Munston through to Ella Badakian, but she couldn't, well, not Munston, sorry, it was uh, Drew Doris through to Badakian, couldn't quite uh, find the, the pass that she wanted and mainly deal with it defensively and got themselves a throw. Going upfield now as the flame is playing very much on this uh, left-hand side defence for the Manly side. Good turn and play there. Here comes uh, Badaki now. He flicks it out wide to Hannah Turl from Linfield playing at uh, sort of right back, right mid position. Well, looks like a 3-5 kind of three setup for the North Shore side. But well dealt with defensively by Hill once again. She plays up through the Steph Davies, but she doesn't quite get there as the path's a bit over hit. She's... she's Absolutely monstered by two players. Great turning here. Can she find a pass away? The central midfielder, but she can't get it away. That was uh, Jemina Davis. Davison, I should play, in the uh, heart of the midfield. It's played out now to uh, to Bedwell. She can't, find, can't get the pass, though, away. Good turn away into space from the number eight for the Manly side today, who is J Jasmine Elry from Wakehurst. And then they're going to play uh, an upfield, but they've called it out for a throw here. So it's going to be a North Shore throw. And as the game, as you mentioned, uh, Caitlin uh, starting to find their passes a little bit more. And hope soon that they'll find that uh, that sort of killer instinct on that and that final kind of that final pass in the final third, which is probably what they're craving just a little bit at the moment. But again, you know, when a side comes together like this with a with a, from you know different teams and you know they don't play with each other week in week out, it can often be hard to get that. Uh, team together but here's an opportunity now for the North Shore side and she gets it away as a shot and it's uh, not it's found and it's going to get a free shirt pull shirt pull and they're going to have a foul away from North Shore actually so the mm -hmm. Badakian caught to have been fouling Davis there as she tried to find herself uh, a yard of space but uh, not quite to be it was an audacious shot there though from uh, I believe it was Hannah Turl out there at right midfield uh, from that far out. Um, wasn't ever really going to trouble the uh, the number one between the sticks today for the you know, Manly Warringah side. Who was Jessica Gerrich, who I believe was a late inclusion today. Gone upfield and it's found its way through a, a, a crowd of players, but it finds itself to Steph Davies. She takes a touch. She needs some support. She played a beautiful ball through, but no one actually uh, was on the same wavelength with her. And it goes back to my point before, Georgia, where it must be difficult, you know, playing with a, with players that you don't usually play with on a consistent basis. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like this at the beginning of the season as well for teams because you'll have new inclusions and everything like that. So you kind of have to try and figure out everybody's game plan and how they're going to work. Uh, very quickly, but both teams seem to be doing very well with understanding how each team's working and how each player works as well. So shout out to the coaches for that because obviously that that's all their their work and also to uh, the players playing. Imogen Bedwell found herself down the the right hand side again, but couldn't find the the killer cross as it goes out of play. And in good uh, local football standard, the big centre back is going to be taking the goal kick. Of course, it, uh, it happens in my division, and it happens in this division. It happens in mine uh, too. Uh, alongside uh, Hill for Manly today is uh, Ashley Euston, who is uh, from Mossman, and, and, a, and, a, and a rock of that uh, that team, and particularly this team. Um, very experienced player and um, adds a lot of wealth of skill uh, to this 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 defence for the Manly side. The ball's played over the top here. It's found itself away to um, Carly Usher. She's stuck in a corner. She's found a yard of space. There's no... People want the cross. It hasn't come. Will it come now? It is. It's come across. It's flinged away and it's well dealt with by the 
North Shore defence in the end, but can only find themselves a corner. And, well, some might say that Usher probably could have got that in a bit earlier. They do find themselves with the second-best option, which was a which is a corner. It's going to be taken by, um, I believe, out there is the number 16 from this far away. And I must say, even though I'm 27, my eyesight isn't that great from, this far, <laughs> from that far away as the uh, darker clouds come over. But we've got fantastic light here. Um, we, we now get to, you know, we've come such a long way here on Triple H that we get to call games where there's floodlights. Uh, I'll never forget a game famously at Forestville Oval where the floodlight didn't work. Corner whips in, whipped in now. It's a great ball in. It needs a head on it, but it's fantastically dealt with there by the North Shore. It's only come out as far to Usher. She's got uh, herself a little bit of space. She goes around and it's tipped over the bar brilliantly there by Dune. I don't know if that was a shot or a cross, but it finds its way... Um, out onto behind the goal and they'll hit themselves another corner here the Manly side as they start to, to up the pressure I'm sure I think my phone is vibrating because Anthony Caruso is trying to give me more updates of uh, the score from uh, Chroma Park but it actually isn't so it must be still 1-0 one one there an early penalty for Dejan Pujanovic um, putting Manly in front I'm going to get a corner now. It's on the other side of the field. It's on the the well, the left-hand side of the field for the for the manly side. It's going to be whipped in now from the from the the right footer in swinging ball. It's hit well again. There's no one there, and it just couldn't be turned away. That looked like number 16, Ashley Euston, getting up for the the header. She couldn't quite turn it down. Brilliant ball across there. Actually, it was Euston with the delivery. I can see there with the rolled-up sleeves uh, who who whipped that ball in. It was Hannah Grimble, I think the 15, who went up for it. Just couldn't quite direct it on target. But a very, very probably the best opportunity so far of the match is Manly start to turn on the style. But not to be scared by that uh, opportunity that uh, almost uh, cost them a, a, you know, the, the, an equal game here. The North Shore side still looking to play out from the back and play their tiki-taka style. But Manly find themselves in position again. Oh, that's a, that's a hopeful ball there from Stas Davis. I don't think that was going to go to anyone, really. Here come North Shore side. Very tricky on the ball. I like watching them, but they're just taking a little ball. Here comes Imogen Bedwell. She's got speed. She's one-on-one -on -one with the left back. She comes back inside, trying to get it onto that left foot. Can she find someone? She finds her striker. Will it be hit first time? And it's not found itself in the back of the net. Nicola Mayers just couldn't turn it in. The West uh, Pimbles, uh, FC Pimbles uh, striker. She probably just took a little bit too long there, Caitlin. Couldn't get it out of her feet. And well came across there was Hill to stop it. And then it was saved at the near post still by Jerry Gerrich. But best opportunity of the match so far. Definitely. It was, uh, it was good to find the feet of uh, the striker there. And if she just took it a little bit earlier, I think... She that goal will come for her soon. Perhaps she was trying to get it back onto a, a predominant right side. As you, you could see there, she, she was in second thoughts there. She tried to get it back onto a predominant side, but then had a stab with the left. But this didn't generate the power or the accuracy that she needed. And it was well kept as well by Jerry Gerrich at the near post. Still needed to be there. It was heading in on target. Got an early substitution here for the Manly Moringa side. Um, on going is number 17 for you today, who is uh, up the top there is Beth Sweeney, who's, uh, who's come on. Number 17 for you, who's gone off, is uh, must have changed numbers again. So I'm going to say it was number 19. It was Caitlin Labasse for the Mossman um, FC uh, player. Here's Imogen Bedwell, but her, the pass from her uh, compatriot uh, wasn't uh, as accurate as she would have liked, and it goes out for a Manly Moringa th throw. Just trying to settle back into the game here. This uh, 
this uh, North Shore side after their early dominance. Manly starting to kind of work their way into the game. And here comes Usher as she finds herself away. I've seen Usher play a few times over the years. Can't get away. There, a lovely sliding tackle. You love to see it on the AstroTurf. Brilliant commitment as the ball goes forward. Now to number nine up front is Jalia Murphy-Texaria, who's on for the Manly Warringah side. It's going to be flicked away, and it's not going to be kept in there by uh, Lauren Lambert playing in that right wing-back position for the North Shore side. I'm going to get a throw now as uh, coming across to take that is Caitlin, Caitlin Labass, who's still on apologies. Um, it was Ashley, not Ashley Houston, it was Arabella Baker who went off previously. Comes across now, it's found itself at the feet of the of Lambert and she tries a hoost up clear and finds Bedwell. If they're going to get a goal, it's definitely through her speed and skill, but she can't find the person. Uh, her striking partner, May, is up front and she loses out as the uh, ball is played through here. Can Usher run onto this? No, it's just taken a needed deflection there. Just flicked away from her as she was running in to try and take a touch and potentially find herself one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper, but uh, an all-important telling touch there from the North Shore defenders. Good scything ball there from the North Shore defence as they try and take out the, the middleman in the field there. Can't find themselves any further though and they get themselves a throw. And a very good evening slash afternoon live from Charles Bean Park. Yes, for the second week running, we are back here on Triple H Sport 100.1 FM to call live action football for you. Pleasure to be here to talk the beautiful game. My name is Dominic Rizzuto and first game off the bat in quite some time calling some football and I, am, for one, am very excited. As mentioned, we're in the, the heart of the northern suburbs in Linfield. Picturesque AstroTurf ground we have here. It's one of the great setups in this uh, local community area to uh, call these great games. I've been watching the build-up and the juniors play. It's, uh, it's a real football ground around here and the community that uh, comes down to watch them is in full force. We've got a crowd of about 10 or 20 people for this game today. You would have heard last week Anthony the Ball Caruso take you through the men's match, but tonight we have the women's playing. They're warming up now, and we're expecting another big game ahead of what's going to be a very exciting MPLW season as well as North Suburbs Football Association, excuse me, Association Games and Manly Moringa Football Association Games. In coverage with me this evening, I'm joined by the brightest football mind in this area, uh, in the northern suburbs area. She is the number one for Div 3, uh, Keesing Points Soccer Club. Um, she joins us again for a second week in a row. Um, it's a pleasure to have her company, Georgia Lomas Futuran, thank you for being with us. You must be excited again to see some of the girls run around today. I'm very excited. I mean, as I've said, I, I grew up on the North Shore. I'm still here. I'm still part of the association. I play at Kissing Point, as mentioned before. So, I mean, I may have seen some of these girls come up through the ranks as well and, and possibly been uh, their opposition, but it's fantastic to be here. Charles Bean, always fantastic to play on. It's always very well maintained, and the pellets don't all bunch in one spot like other fields. So I think we're in for a very good game, judging from uh, the warm-ups I've just seen. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get to uh, some... I wanted to ask you a few questions on the game uh, last week as we, the, the warm-up starts to wrap up. But we are joined by uh, uh, another star uh, making her bench and uh, Triple H Sport debut and, and Sunday Live debut. Um, she's a former Western Sydney Wanderers uh, player as well as Manly Football um, Association player. Uh, she joins us, and we're very, very lucky to have her here. Caitlin Jarvie, thanks for being with us. Welcome to the show. It's great to have some expertise uh, join me because, by God, I need it. Uh, thank you for having me. Good evening. Uh, very excited to be here. I've 
I've played and watched a lot of the girls throughout the years in Manly, so excited to see the progress and the standard tonight. So just looking forward to the evening. Georgia, you said that, uh, you know, last uh, week you were here. How did the game go on this pitch? You know, you, you unfortunately had to spend 90 minutes with Anthony the Ball Caruso. <laughs> First of all, how was that? Rated out of 10. And then, you know, are we going to see a, a similar fixture tonight? Is it going to be as tight um, as it was in the game last week, or do you, is, have you got yourself a clear favourite to start the uh, uh, at the start of the game? I mean, spending 90 minutes with Caruso, anyone goes deaf, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, my ear was a little bit sore after the game, but that's okay. He meet a lot of people when Caruso's around, judging by all these connections. But no, it was, it was fantastic, and it was a very high-standard game as well. I mean, the, both teams said they'd only met once and trained together once as well, so that was pretty impressive, and the teamwork that went along with it. So I think... If the women are anything to go by the men, I think we're in for a very high standards game and I think it's going to be a close one. You mentioned, uh, Caitlin, that you've played with some of these girls uh, coming through the, the ranks tonight. Um, you know, they're, they're, I'm not sure if you've, if you've had a look at the team sheet. We'll mention it uh, uh, just before the kickoff. Anyone uh, who you're looking forward to seeing playing tonight? Um, I mean, I've been in a number of teams with Bess Sweeney uh, from junior level. Uh, so always like to watch her play. Uh, Tess Olsen, she was at Manly United. And that's about all the names I recognise. <laughs> well, it's, it's more, than, it's more yeah. than me, that's for sure, to start off with. So, yeah, keep an eye out for those two today as we, uh, as we go through our coverage. The final player is uh, coming off the field as the warm-ups are done. Let's run through the teams uh, for you, shall we, uh, in no sort of particular order in terms of the, the starting lineups, but uh, I'm sure in the next exhibition like this, there's going to be players getting uh, plenty of time on the field ahead of the season uh, and also trying to look to impress, um, you know, the, the various different... Uh, scouts and coaches that are here uh, this evening uh, starting with the home side the north and suburbs football association select um, in goals starting today you will have bronte finnegan who was just warming up before she looked very sharp in between the sticks uh, got to be a brave goalkeeper as we mentioned georgia to be uh, <laughs> playing with, uh, with, a, with a pair of gloves on with the the astro turf at your mercy hopefully there isn't too many one-on-one -on -one situations for her that she has to deal with where she's sliding out to to claim the ball um, along with that you have playing uh, a Across uh, the, the field, you have Imogen uh, Bedwell from Linfield, Jemina Davidson from Linfield, Hannah Turl from Linfield, Kim Skellen from Linfield, Amanda Skellen from Linfield, Akia Cohen from Linfield. Now, I must remind you, everyone, that Linfield were the champions last year in the first division. That's why there is quite a few players from that list um, from uh, from the Northern Suburbs Football Association side. Haley Byrne is is up is in the side from North Sydney. Drew Doris as well from North Sydney. North Bridges Ella Budakian, 2020 Golden Boot, is in the side. I expect big thing from her today. Dorothy Poon is the reserve goalkeeper this afternoon. Uh, North Bridge. Uh, round out their final few players with Holly Bergman and Xanthia Munston um, in the midfield and then from Taramala you have Alison Hurd UTS Sarah Gordon is, is representing and from West Pimble you have Lauren Lambert and Nicola Mayers go to the the Manly Football Association side um, starting with the Brookvale representation you have Vanessa Semino and Kira Bullman Beacon Hill got two representatives Beth Sweeney and Carly Usher a late uh, Exclusion is Nina Hall. From Seaforth, you have Maddie Kilpatrick and Julia Murphy, Texaria. Wakehurst's one representative and playing up front today is Jasmine Elry. And then from Mossman, a um, host of representatives here. You've got 
Coldar Hill, Hannah Grimble, Ashley Hewson, Arabella Baker, Phoebe Pincus, Steph Davis, Alicia Warren, and then from Manly Alambi, you have Tess Olsen, and in the number one, you have Jerry Gerrich, who is a the player between the sticks. We're just getting some uh, some late uh, uh, team changes here, having a swap around, uh, different number, so we've had a number change. So in number four, instead of number 18, Clodale Hill is in the number four for you today. So just uh, wrapping up now, the, uh, the home side is out. It's a picturesque evening. We had some rain come through just before, but I think that's going to um, obviously not affect this pitch being the turf. I mean, I haven't played too many turf games in my very amateur career, Caitlin, but you've played, uh, you know, across the globe in different pitches, you know, on a big field. What's, it, what's the difference playing on a, a pitch like this than playing on the fresh cut grass? Uh, I think the ball's a lot faster. Uh, if it rains, it's going to skid, so hopefully it holds off. Uh, the grass is obviously softer. Uh, which mentioned earlier is nicer for the goalkeepers uh, but apart from that I, it's just the speed and obviously the consistency of the passes it's a lot easier on the AstroTurf in my opinion some people prefer the grass but I mean I like, I'm a fan of the AstroTurf Georgia, you, have you ever played uh, on the Astro as a goalkeeper with your, your several knee pads and elbow pads on? <laughs> uh, the one game I played without knee pads, I actually ended up with turf burn and uh, nerve damage in my shin. So I now can't feel about 30% of my shin on well, my left leg, which is pretty impressive. So I always make sure that I've got those pads on, knee pads, elbow pads, anything, uh, and hope that I really, really don't play on a hot day. Well, I mean, in terms of not feeling 30% on that one side of your shin, yeah. surely now you're like imperious down that one side because there's no such thing as pain anymore. No such thing as pain, but I mean the rash is not pretty and oh, I can't feel true. it. So, <laughs> Fair fair enough. Referees are, are coming out now um, along with uh, three uh, officials, three female officials today uh, led by uh, one uh, senior male official um, for the game. Decent crowd, as I mentioned, uh, guys, for a, for a Wednesday night. I've said it's, it's cooler weather. It looks like the rain that came through at the last second is, uh, you know, just uh, starting to move away, which is very nice. I'm just going to quickly take this team sheet and uh, redo some numbers as the game uh, sort of gets underway. We're just still waiting for the Manly uh, select side to, to walk out. Guys... I'm going to call it early predictions. What, what's your what's your scoreline? Who's your player? To, who's your player of the match? How do you see it playing out, George? I'll start with you first. I'm never great with players of the match because I always want to go with the goalkeeper. <laughs> so I, w I won't make any calls for player <laughs> of the match. I I'm so biased when it comes to goalkeeping, uh, but I will. I have to give it to the NSFA, uh, two to one. Two to one. And Caitlin, uh, I think. As mentioned, they've only trained a couple of times together as a, as a whole, uh, so it'll be interesting how it does play out. Uh, I am from Manly Warringah, so I will be biased towards them. Uh, and I'll go for a 3-2, slightly higher scoring. A high-scoring game today. Yeah. Well, let's hope we see some goals today. Um, I know we saw some goals in the game last week, um, and I'm sure we're going to see some some in a moment's time. The Manly Warringah side now is uh, making their way onto the pitch. So we're not too far away. And there's the ground announcer. So we're getting ourselves uh, right underway here. Um, shouldn't be too far away, as mentioned. 
just a couple of seconds from kickoff. Just a reminder, this is Triple H, 100.1 FM. You're listening to the Manly Warringah Select versus Northern Suburbs Select exhibition match hit live from Charles Bean Park. So joined myself with Tom Mazzuto, joined by Caitlin Jarvey and Georgia Lomas Fataran. And that's how you pronounce it, Anthony Caruso. Nothing too <laughs> nothing too shabby. Just on Anthony Caruso, Georgia. How was how was his style last week? He, I know he can get energetic and and drown you out, but was it was he fair? Was he generous? It was it was very fair calling. I will give him that. Uh, he did get very excited, and he was very excited when a certain Manly Warringah player came out numerous times, and uh, was performing very well. But no, he was he was a very good caller, and um, you know he he really he really called a fair game. It was awesome to see. Caitlin, you know you've had a. You know some some experience there for for your for your playing days uh, across uh, both Australia and, and and Poland. You mentioned to me in the in the pre-match build-up. What do you, what do you think is going to be the difference between these these two sides today? Where how how do you see one winning? Are you are you are you, are you gunning for a side to be to really tested test the waters and, and attack, or are you looking for a bit more consistency and resolution in, in you know in, in a possession game? Um, been at the beginning of the season, I think. It's going to be important to try and be high intensity as possible uh, and obviously test the defence, test their, the strikers, test their speed against the defence and the back line. Obviously if they can get balls through the back that's going to be an advantage and really I think both sides should be trying the same thing to begin with and settle into the match and I think half time will be very interesting once they've worked each other out. And second 45 is definitely always the most intriguing part of any match. I used to think as a kid that it actually was uh, was a longer part of the match for some reason because <laughs> you used to, if your team was winning, they were like, why isn't the game finished? You used to say, my dad, why does this go for an hour and the first half goes for 45 minutes? Can I just say as the goalkeeper, like if you're winning by a lot and you haven't touched the ball, you're kind of sitting there going, well, this is great fun. Mm. Look, another blade of grass. <laughs> I played, uh, yes, I played a bit of goalkeeper in my time. Uh, until uh, until recently, actually, and when some uh, some loose cannon decided to run into me, and we had a knee clash, and that oh, was that uh, end of my career in goals. But yes, there was those times where, especially in the Div Eight for Marrickville Red Devils, that uh, <laughs> where the other team would rock up with only two players, uh, you know, only nine players on the field, and you were just sort of you know lying down on the goalpost waiting for something to happen. And usually it was just because they hoofed it clear and had absolutely zero kind of. Mm-hmm. skill in terms of what they were trying to do. <laughs> so, Anthony Crusoe is also trying to give me live updates from uh, Cromer Park, uh, thinking that I'm actually going to be able to pay attention to that whilst also call this live game. <laughs> anyway, the game is just about to begin. The sides are walking out into the middle of the field to the, to the penalty, excuse me, to the, uh, the kickoff uh, circle. Um, as usual, a very official start with football. Uh, we're going to have their photo taken uh, by the uh, Ground photographer as they walk out. Uh, the northern suburb side are dressed in a sharp green strip today from uh, from head to, to, to knees and then wearing a nice bright yellow sock. Um, some wearing black as well. so I'm They're not actually sure. wearing their club socks. Wearing their club uh, socks. Ah, okay, that's cool. So, so you'll see a lot of navy blue because uh, that's a Linfield colour. And as we said, many of the players are from Linfield being the premiers. But no, they're all wearing their club socks. All wearing club socks. Teams? Not to join both teams. I can't see from the, the position. We're sitting on the uh, just behind the uh, the goalposts here on the excuse my geography. The northern end, I would say here. Um, Mate, I failed geography. I, don't I, know. I didn't fail geography. Did I try very hard at it? No. 
but I've always had a, yeah, a okay. knack of uh, for uh, for direction. Regardless, we're sitting in the lovely uh, community centre setup that they have here. Uh, a nice spot uh, to call football. Uh, it's that end-to-end -end TV view that you used to get when you played FIFA as a kid, or if you're like me, still play it. Good crowd building up Relatable. here. We've got around about 30 to to, to 40 people. Um, just the, the teams are huddling in the middle now, um, uh, waiting to start. The referees uh, have got themselves getting into position um, uh, on both side, both touch sides, touch lines. Uh, coaches today, I should mention as well, I, I didn't get around to that. Uh, coaching the Northern Suburbs side, there was a big echo there from, and a big war cry from the Northern Suburbs side as well. The, you might have heard through our effects mics. Um, coach today is uh, Alita Mackey. Mackay, Do you know how say? to say that name? Eldif? Eldi? Ailey. Ailey. Apologies. Uh, Ailey, Ailey McKay. McKay from the Northern Tigers coach and Graham Ness, who is the Linfield FC assistant coach. And for Manly, uh, the coach today is Hassan Chahab, the Mossman coach, and he's, um, and he's there by himself today. And he might have some, some assistance with him, but they are not on my sheet today. So the lineup now, we are right to, uh, to get underway. It's going to be a Manly Warringah kickoff to start proceedings. This way, the referee is uh, just having a little bit of a committee hearing with his uh, referees before he starts, as he's going to pass the ball uh, to the front, uh, the front player today for the Manly Warringah side. The number 12 today for you, who is Drew Doris, who is playing up front. That's right. Not uh, Drew Doris. Uh, Beth Sweeney is playing up some for Beth Beacon Hill. We're underway here uh, for North Shore. It's an early start here. It's an early break here. It's a huge mistake at the back from the Manly Moringa centre-back, Cloudow Hill, who was, gave her right-back an absolute hospital pass, but she breathes a sigh of relief as she recovers the the breakaway from the northern suburb sides and then manages to clear it. It now will be a throw, a throw, sorry, for the Manly side. And Well, I tell you what, Georgia, it was almost a very fast start. That was a bit of a heart attack there. <laughs> not, for, not for the NSFA, but for Manly it certainly was. But they've done well to recover too. We're going to have themselves a, a, a throw in here. The North Shore select side. It comes now to um, Anthea Munston who couldn't quite control it from the throw. Headed away. Dealt with by the defence of the Manly side. And they put the pressure on as they try and uh, force them back within their own half. Good control here from the Northern Suburbs side as they play it out from the back. Swings it out now out to the left-hand side. Good first-time passes here. You can see that the Northern Suburbs side has come to play. Can't quite get themselves further up the field, though, as my Manly side easily come across to defend uh, the breakaway down the left-hand side. Playing on the left-hand side today for the Northern Suburbs side is number 11, Lauren Lambert from West Pimble. She wins herself a throw-in for her side. Northern Suburbs clearly the side looking to start well here. Got themselves in a nice position. Just playing it back now, trying to keep possession at the moment. But this Manly side, they're hurrying and hustling. There's an opportunity here. The ball's played through, but well intercepted there by number 16 today. Ashley Houston from Mossman, right, playing it right back. She does a very good job of cutting out that ball. That ball has now gone out. A poor first touch there from the uh, the right midfielder for the northern suburb side of Manly. Bria Sire for Leaf as they relieve themselves a bit of pressure with a throw. And goes upfield now, and it's flicked on there by the number nine today for you. As I mentioned before, Drew Doris playing up front. Um, excuse me, sorry, Julia Murphy-Texaria playing up front for you for the Manly Warringah side. Coming back down the field now as it gets lost in someone's lunch picnic. Well, that's, I mean, well, it's a, that's a first. I mean, that's a good see. They should pay for those being that close and have that kind of service. Ball goes over the top. It's a throw. It's going to be dealt with here and hooked away there by 
Cloud our heel gets it away, but it doesn't come too far. Comes out to, to Munston, but it then comes back to Hill and she just hoofs it clear. Long clearance, and then on the chase is Carly Usher from Beacon Hill. She's found herself with the ball here. Needs some support. Chris is it a cost first time, but it's uh, easy uh, takings for the goalkeeper for the Northern Suburbs side. Bronte Finnegan from the Linfield team playing it out from the back here. Lots of confidence from this North Shore side. And as they move it upfield, they've got uh, themselves uh, in a position. But losing the ball there is uh, number 11. Lambert from Pimble plays it across, but it's dealt with by the defence there. And as the Northern Suburbs try to break away here, but they can't find themselves out of trouble just yet as there's a bit of ping-pong football being played. Finally falls to the feet of a Northern Suburbs player who just gets harassed there. Great pressure there from the... Uh, the midfielder for the Manly Warringah side today, who is Jasmine Elry from Wakers playing at left mid. A, a somewhat frantic start here, Caitlin, but uh, plenty. It's interesting to see the Manly side putting in a lot of pressure and Northern Suburbs looking to really play a possession game. Yes, I think, uh, I think at the start I thought it was going to be very high intensity. I'm just uh, intrigued to see if they can maintain this and for how long they can maintain it. I think... Once the nerves go, they'll settle into the game and there'll be a lot more passing of the ball. Well, playing it out from the back here, this Northern Suburbs side, they've got a plenty of confidence with themselves in possession, but uh, they find themselves uh, losing out there. They're going to have a, a throw in here for Manly uh, on the far side of the field, on the on the supporter side of the field as the throw comes in now. It's a long ball throw. It's not quite Rory Delap, but it's close. There's a, there's a clash in the box. Referee says nothing given. And they find themselves with the ball here, Manly, just trying to find a yard of space, but this absolutely being swarmed Ooh. by this Northern Suburbs side as they try to find a bit of break. Gets it across now to Murphy, whips it in. It's a good ball. Will it fall for them? though? No, it's well kept there by Finnegan, who comes out well and claims what is rightfully hers. Tries to get a quick play going, but realises that she's got no support. She'll take her time and hoof it up field and comes up to the number 17 today for you, who is, um, I'm not too sure, there's a number 17 on the field for you today in the Northern Suburbs side. Maybe it's a number 13 there, is who's Ella Badakian from Northbridge, obviously the uh, the goal scorer at the, the North Conference. There is a 17 there. They've had a late change on the uh, the Northern Shore side, and I'm not too sure who that is. Apologies for you. We'll try and get that for you. They're in Linfield, Sox. Does that help? <laughs> well, uh, well, if it's Linfield, maybe it's a uh, it's uh, potentially Akia Cohen or maybe Imogen Bedwell in the 16. Perhaps I haven't seen her yet, so potentially it's her. Up playing up front. Goal kick now. It's it's not the best of clearances from Finnegan and it's pounced on by Manley, but they've managed to find themselves a bit of a, bit of a space here now. It's going to fall, come across here to the... Well, it's fallen brilliantly for Manley as they try to pass out of the box. Coming through the midfield now, but they're just getting absolutely swarmed by this North Shore side who has come to play. Imogen is in the 17th. I was right. Could you believe? <laughs> I mean, I didn't. That's for sure. Played out. No, this is a lovely ball, but it's just a bit over hit there. Unfortunately, Lambert was never going to get that pass there from Munston. But a bit of pressure here as Manley failed to keep possession of the ball as the North Shore side continued to keep up this high pressure. I'm going to throw in now, and I'm going to take a quick breather myself. Georgia, your uh, your local girls looking like the side on top so far. Yeah, they certainly do. And, I mean, this is very different to the game we saw last week with men. Men typically play a very different approach to football as well. They tend to pass it around the back line a lot, get plays set, and then pass it up to their playmakers on the wings. But women tend to go about it themselves. They do have the support, and they will reach out, but it's very much a clearance game in women's football. 
Arabella Baker playing on the right side in attack in what looks like a bit of a 4-3-3 for the Manly side today and the way they line up. She was just trapped there as the ball gets flung in by uh, uh, Carly Usher with a big long throw. It's going to come out now for a goal kick, I believe. It was just flicked over the top there by Arabella Baker who couldn't quite make it through um, and control the ball down around her feet to get us off goal. Actually, it was the number six there for you today. It was Steph Davis who's playing in the heart of the midfield for you. Uh, for your manly side. Playing it out from the back again as they've got uh, plenty of time on their hands. It's a good one-two play from this North Shore side. A bit of an under-hit pass there and now Manly could potentially break away but they don't find themselves the key pass they need and eventually Ooh. North Shore get it away and they're going to find themselves a bit of a throw here. They must have taken a deflection on the way. Imogen Bedwell goes across to take the quick one but there's no one in support so just flinged up field and they're going to find themselves losing out there as they can't get the throw to the right person and this one will go out for a manly throw as it's uh, deflected off the the striker today for North Shore Nicola Myers from West Pimble Myers I should say not Myers played the long throw I don't know if the ref saw a potential foul throw there there's a few calls from the from a, a hopeful amount of uh, supporters we have here today for the North Shore side and I'm assuming some of the Manly side and if you aren't interested in football ladies and gentlemen there is a couple playing a lovely game of badminton down the right outside so if you get bored of me please come down and have a listen uh, and have a watch at them beautiful game badminton it should be played more by people chance here now for a long throw special from the North Shore side as they continue to pound this this right side of the field really targeting left back for the Manly side today in uh, excuse me, is the name, a bit of a name change on the number eight for you. So it's Jasmine Elry from Wakehurst. She's found herself in a bit of trouble here, but she's managed to find herself a throw. And now we're going to get uh, Manly with a throw as North Shore can't quite make any use of it. Comes now to the... Uh, and it's full, it's deflected here. There's an opportunity to cut to the byline, full to cross. It's nobody in the <laughs> six-yard box. Unfortunately, Julia Murphy... Excuse me, number nine... Uh, if the, uh, Nicola Mayers just couldn't get across there in time. It was great work there from Bedwell in the 17. She was unable to find a target uh, player in the box. And they're going to find themselves another long throw opportunity now from the other side. Really looking the part here today, Bedwell. Um, maybe it's the change from the 16 to the 17. Who knows? <laughs> going to get a, a number can make all the difference. It is a corner here. And thank you for taking over the stats for me there, Caitlin, because I totally forgot that that was a thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> in comes the cross now. It's whipped in. It's coming towards the goalkeeper, but well handled there by the number one, Bonnie Bronte Finnegan. She plays a quick throw. It's a short one to, out to uh, the number six. And is the counter-attack on. Counter-attack from... Uh, Steph Davis, she tries to play it long, chasing on through. Onside is Vanessa Shimento, but it's going to just roll a little bit too long, and Bronte Finnegan is there to pick it up well out early and handles herself with uh, with good steed as she plays it out short now. It comes to uh, Elsry out on the left-hand side, but she turns and she's tackled. So it's Lambert there, West Pimble, and she's going to go out for a throw. Hey, Dom. Yes. I reckon that's their backup goalie for the NSFA because when she turned around, she's wearing number 23. Oh, was she wearing number 23? Well, thank you for letting me know. Dorothy Poon is, uh, has started the, the game. Sorry, not Dorothy Poon. Apologies. Um, number 23 for you today is the... In the green. In the green. Oh, yeah, sorry, for the North Shore. I was right, Dorothy Poon, um, who was the... From Northbridge, who's starting for the NSFA. Playing it out from the back again, not uh, 
too concerned with uh, losing possession this North Shore side played beautifully over the top here comes Imogen Bedwell she's got plenty of pace got no one in support though she's looking for someone cuts back inside brilliantly done she's going to go, get towards the byline comes to the box but well cleared by Hill stops her in a track great play there from Bedwell but she had no support there needed it Davies takes her time and finds herself going back towards Caitlin Labas from Mossman and she plays it upfield but there's no one there um, up further for her to find as Usher chases and then it's retrieved there and it finds its way back to, to Poon who is now in goals. She sends it out to the right back to being hounded here by this manly side but very, very ticky-tack of stuff. It's like watching Manchester City play here from the North Shore <laughs> Football Association side. Lovely to watch. Very Pep Guardiola. Plenty, love watching the beautiful game. Well, curse of the commentator. Missed, uh, missed touch there from the uh, the right back from North uh, Northern Suburbs and it's a manly throw. And find themselves in the corner. Caitlin, again, this very high pace. The Manly's not really allowing North Shore to, sorry, the Northern Suburbs, sorry, to play out from the back as much as they'd like. But at the same time, you know, they're finding themselves in plenty of space, these, uh, the women in green. Oh, they certainly are. It's been, I think, both sides now. Their passes are coming together. Now it's just going to be about the finish, getting people in the box. Played it through there, uh, the uh, Munston uh, through to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Munston through to Ella Badakian, but she couldn't, well, not Munston, sorry, it was uh, Drew Doris through to Badakian, couldn't quite uh, find the, the pass that she wanted and manly deal with it defensively and got themselves a throw. Going upfield now as the blame is playing very much on this uh, left-hand side defence for the manly side. Good turn and play there. Here comes uh, Badakian now, who flicks it out wide to Hannah Turl from Linfield playing at uh, sort of right back right mid position well looks like a 3-5 kind of 3 set up for the North Shore side but well dealt with defensively by Hill once again she plays up through the Steph Davies but she doesn't quite get there as the path's a bit over hit she's she's absolutely monstered by two players great turning here can she find a pass away the central midfielder but she can't get it away that was uh, Jemina Davis it, it, Davison, I should play in the uh, heart of the midfield. Played out now to uh, to Bedwell. She can't find, can't get the pass though away. Good turn away into space from the number eight for the Manly side today, who is J Jasmine Elry from Wakehurst. And then they're going to play uh, it upfield, but they've called it out for a throw here. So it's going to be a North Shore throw. And as the game, as you mentioned, uh, Caitlin uh, starting to find their passes a little bit more. And hope soon that they'll find that. Uh, that sort of killer instinct on that and that final kind of that final pass in the final third which is probably what they're craving just a little bit at the moment but again you know when a side comes together like this with a with it from you know different teams and you know they don't play with each other week in week out it can often be hard to get that uh, team together but here's an opportunity now for the North Shore side and she gets it away as a shot and it's uh, not found and it's going to get a free shirt pull shirt pull and they're going to have a foul away from North Shore actually so the mm -hmm. Badakian caught to have been fouling Davis there as she tried to find herself uh, a yard of space but uh, not quite to be it was an audacious shot there though from uh, I believe it was Hannah Turl out there at right midfield uh, from that far out um, wasn't ever really going to trouble the uh, the number one between the sticks today for the you know, Manly Warringah side who was Jessica Gerrich, who I believe was a late inclusion 
today. Gone upfield and it's found its way through a, a, a crowd of players, but it finds itself to Steph Davies. She takes a touch. She needs some support. She played a beautiful ball through, but no one actually uh, was on the same wavelength with her. And it goes back to my point before, Georgia, where it must be difficult, you know, playing with a, with players that you don't usually play with on a consistent basis. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like this at the beginning of the season as well for teams because you'll have new inclusions and everything like that. So you kind of have to try and figure out everybody's game plan and how they're going to work uh, very quickly. But both teams seem to be doing very well with understanding how each team's working and how each player works as well. So shout out to the coaches for that because obviously that, that's all their, their work and also to uh, the players playing. Imogen Bedwell found herself down the, the right-hand side again but couldn't find the, the killer cross as it goes out of play. And in good uh, local football standard, the big centre-back is going to be taking the goal kick. Of course. It, uh, <laughs> it happens in my division and it happens in this division. It happens in mine uh, too. <laughs> uh, alongside uh, Hill for Manly today is uh, Ashley Euston, who is uh, from Mossman and, and, a, and, a, and a rock of that, uh, that team and particularly this team. Um, very experienced player and um, adds a lot of wealth of skill uh, to this 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 defence for the Manly side. The ball's played over the top here. It's found itself away to um, Carly Usher. She's stuck in a corner. She's found a yard of space. There's no people want the cross. It hasn't come. Will it come now? It is. It's come across. It's flinged away, and it's well dealt with by the North Shore defence in the end. But can only find themselves a corner. And well, some might say that Usher probably could have got that in a bit earlier. They do find themselves with the second best option, which was a which is a corner. It's going to be taken by. Um, I believe out there is the number 16 from this far away. And I must say, even though I'm 27, my eyesight isn't that great from this far, <laughs> from that far away as the uh, darker clouds come over. But we've got fantastic light here. Um, we, we now get to, you know, we've come such a long way here on Triple H that we get to call games where there's floodlights. Uh, I'll never forget a game famously at Forestville Oval where the floodlight didn't work. Corner whips in, whipped in now. It's a great ball in. It needs a head on it, but it's fantastically dealt with there by the North Shore. It's only come out as far to Usher. She's got uh, herself a little bit of space. She goes around and it's tipped over the bar brilliantly there by Dune. I don't know if that was a shot or a cross, but it finds its way um, out onto behind the goal. And they'll hit themselves another corner here, the Manly side, as they start to, to up the pressure. I'm sure I think my phone is vibrating because Anthony Caruso is trying to give me more updates of... Uh, the score from uh, Cromer Park, but it actually isn't. So it must be still 1-0 one one there. An early penalty for Dejan Pujanovic, um, putting Manly in front. I'm going to get a corner now. It's on the other side of the field. It's on the, the, well, the left-hand side of the field for the, for the Manly side. It's going to be whipped in now from the, from the, the right footer. In swinging ball, it's hit well again. There's no one there, and it just couldn't be turned away. That looked like number 16, Ashley Euston, getting up for the, the header. She couldn't quite turn it down. Brilliant ball across there. Actually, you know, it was Euston with the delivery. I can see there with the rolled up sleeves uh, who, who whipped that ball in. It was Hannah Grimble, I think the 15, who went up for it. Just couldn't quite direct it on target. But a very, very probably the best opportunity so far of the match is mainly start to turn on the style. But not to be scared by that uh, opportunity that uh, almost uh, cost them a, uh, you know, the, the, an equal game here. The North Shore side still looking to play out from the back and play their tiki-taka style. But Manly find themselves in position again. Oh, that's a, that's a hopeful ball there from Stas Davis. I don't think that was going to go to anyone, really. Here come North Shore side. Very tricky on the ball. I like watching them, but they're just taking a little ball. Here comes Imogen Bedwell. She's got speed. She's one-on-one -on -one with the left back. She comes back inside, trying to get it onto that left foot. Can she find someone? She finds her striker. Will it be hit first time? And it's not found itself in the back of the net. 
Nicola Mayers just couldn't turn it in. The West uh, Pimbles, uh, FC Pimbles uh, striker, she probably just took a little bit too long there. Caitlin couldn't get it out of her feet and well came across there was Hill to stop it. And then it was saved at the near post still by Jerry Gerrich. But best opportunity of the match so far. Definitely. It was, uh, it was good to find the feet of uh, the striker there. And if she just took it a little bit earlier... I think that goal will come for her soon. Perhaps she was trying to get it back onto a, a predominant right side. Uh, she, she could see there, she, she was in second thoughts there. She tried to get it back onto a predominant side, but then had a stab with the left. But this didn't generate the power or the accuracy that she needed. And it was well kept as well by Jerry Gerrich at the near post. Still needed to be there. It was heading in on target. Got an early substitution here for the Manly Warringah side. Um, ongoing is number 17 for you today, who is uh, up the top there, is Beth Sweeney, who's, uh, who's come on. Number 17 for you, who's gone off, is uh, must have changed numbers again. So I'm going to say it was number 19, it was Caitlin Labasse for the Mossman um, FC uh, player. Here's Imogen Bedwell, but her, the pass from her uh, compatriot uh, wasn't uh, as accurate as she would have liked, and it goes out for a Manly Moringa th throw. Just trying to settle back into the game here, this uh, this uh, North Shore side after their early dominance. Manly starting to kind of work their way into the game. And here comes Usher as she finds herself away. I've seen Usher play a few times over the years. Can't get away. There, a lovely sliding tackle. You love to see it on the AstroTurf. Brilliant commitment as the ball goes forward. Now to number nine up front is Jalia Murphy-Texaria, who's on for the Manly Warringah side. It's going to be flicked away, and it's not going to be kept in there by... Lauren Lambert playing in that right wing back position for the North Shore side. I'm going to get a throw now as uh, coming across to take that is Caitlin, Caitlin Bass, who's still on apologies. Um, it was Ashley, not Ashley Houston, it was Arabella Baker who went off previously. Comes across now, it's found itself at the feet of the of Lambert and she tries a who's up clear and finds Bedwell. If they're going to get a goal, it's definitely through her speed and skill, but she can't find the person, uh, her striking partner May is up front. And she loses out as the uh, ball is played through here. Can Usher run onto this? No, it's just taken a needed deflection there. Just flicked away from her. She was running in to try and take a touch and potentially find herself one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. But uh, an all-important telling touch there from the North Shore defenders. Good scything ball there from the North Shore defenders. They try and take out the, the middleman in the field there. Can't find themselves any further though. And they get themselves a throw. Georgia, game still being played at a high intensity. Oh, it is. And I mean, you could see the goalkeepers as well. They're both standing on their 18-yard boxes telling everybody what position, what positioning the opposition have and everything as well. So they're doing a very good job of keeping this intensity up, especially almost halfway through the first half. I think this is going to go for a throw, but I tell you what, the nope. uh, <laughs> it's been kept in for, for a, just be kept in play here is, uh, I got to say, um, May has really gave that a go. I'm not too sure she realised that that was going for a corner. Maybe she did. Maybe it was going out for throw, and she wanted to keep it in. But that was uh, definitely off the off hill, as uh, she um, she uh, thighed it away. Uh, a ball through from Imogen Bedwell. Um, not too sure why she decided to to, to show such haste. Perhaps uh, maybe she was trying to put in a good impression to the the, the coaches and the different uh, talent scouts that are here today. Here comes a maybe a miniature break from the Manly side, but the touch is too heavy there by. Um, Excuse me, Murphy attacks a rear, who's uh, on up just behind uh, Usher. There's an opportunity now for this uh, North Shore side to try and play out from the back. They've uh, done uh, that pretty well so far, and they found some enjoyment there. They're really not uh, 
going to be uh, pressured by this over. There's an early chance here. It is well pressured there by the uh, by the by the uh, the right midfielder for the Manly side. Referee's gone over there. Maybe just to check if she's all right. It's a thrown for the Manly winger side. Got to say, in goals there, Dorothy Poon would, was very very lackadaisical in her approach and couldn't quite get it away. And they're going to. They're going to call a throw here. They're just uh, maybe calling a substitution. As potentially, there's going to be a late change. His injured gear is going to go off there. Oh, take the bib off first. I that think might from, help. From uh, that far away, it looks like a number third, not third, number twelve, number fourteen. Sorry, and Kira Bullman out there, who's uh, coming off injured, and then coming on, um, we have um, just to see that number as it turns around. Number forty. So it actually, no, it's Beth Bullman that's coming on. Uh, Kira Bullman's coming on. Well, brilliantly driven there by Usher, but it's well saved by Poon. At the near post, um, a comfortable one in the end, but uh, to take a few grabs at it before it uh, eventually found itself in her hands. And they're going to play it out from the back again. She's given a hospital throw. It's hooked away, and now it's Davis. She plays it through now to Usher. She's got uh, Pullman out on the right-hand side, brings it in, looking for uh, someone to pass it to. She's gone round one. She's gone round two. She's going to have a crack, but just can't find the power on that left foot, potentially not her stronger side, and it will be a goal kick. Got to say, Caitlin, that we're continuing to see this North Shore side play out from the back, but the pressure that is being applied by this Manly side is 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 making it hard for them. I think uh, Manly came off to a slow start. They had the pressure on them at the start, and now they're just giving it back to them, and they're doing it very well at the moment. Going to have a what looks like a, a double or triple change here. It is a double change for North Shore. Um, again, apologies on the number viewing. It is a little bit dark here, and they're actually facing away from me. Um, in that, lo looks like at right back, we've got um, number eight coming on. Sorry, no, number seventeen. No, excuse me. Number. I'm going to get it eventually. You know, number. It's 15. only eleven numbers, right? Only 11 numbers. Well, you would think <laughs> on the it, field. You would think if it was one to eleven, there would only be eleven numbers. That's always oh, no, what right. I wanted to Ooh. ask. Oh, big tackle. Big, there. big collision there, and it's fallen uh, it favourably for the Manly Ringer side, and just hooked away. Um, Usher couldn't get away with it, but another opportunity here. You'd think that I always thought that when I played for my team. They're like, oh, what number do you want? We go, well, we'd want, you know, seven. They're like, oh, actually, the only numbers you can choose are between 55 and 100. And you're like, what, what happened? Why can't, you just, you why, can't you just, why can't you just reprint one to reprint one to 20 like 100 times? I just don't understand why that's not a thing. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I digress. That's why I don't play professional football. Comes out now to Steph Davies. She can't get herself a, a decent shot away. And again, this North Shore side hold on and find themselves away, you know, back into the into the match, really, as they've kind of lost a little bit of the grip. Here's Usher now. She's finding herself in all different kinds of positions. There's an opportunity now. It's drilled across. Will it find its way to Steph Davies? No, it's not quite there. Finds itself out to Bullman, who's on. Comes back now to 19. Caitlin Labas playing a left back. Here comes Bullman again. She plays it through to, <coughs> excuse me, through to Murphy Texaria who can't get it away. It's another throw, well defended out there again by the the new sort of defensive pairings that we have on for the North Shore side. Apologies, everyone. I was just distracted by a dog in the corner of my eye. I was going to say, my puppy. Yeah, was going to be a live call of the puppy. It's a uh, Caitlin Labas who tried to whip it in, but it's gone nowhere and it's just headed away. And they're going to have another throw here for the Manly side. Not much to do for really both goalkeepers so far. They've had a couple of, you know, I mean, in particular in goals today, Jerry Gerrich has really only had one miniature opportunity to deal with, but uh, she dealt with it pretty comfortably in the end. It's going to be a throw now for the North Shore side, who have uh, 
as we start, as mentioned at the start, uh, had a had a, a lightning kind of start. Almost had an opportunity to break early from a poor pass from Hill, but they have been on the back foot since then. As Manly's worked their way into the game, really looked to pressure them and play a attacking total football. Here's an opportunity now for the North Shore side to break. It's been dealt with though easily there by um, excuse me by Hannah Grimble there at right back. Comes now across, jeweled across. You can't find a way there. Um, Beth Sweeney, you can't get it across. It's whipped in there by um, the left back. Can't find anyone. And it's a breakaway now for the North Shore side. Can she find Bedwell through the middle? There's an aching gap and she just can't quite put it through. That's the substitute coming on. Number six for North Shore. No, sorry, number eight, Gemina Davis. Just, sorry, well, Sarah Gordon from UTSFC. She couldn't find it way through. Here's an opportunity now for Manly, but it's well dealt with there by Amber Skellen playing at centre-back. She's been fantastic so far and looked uh, like an absolute rock. Brilliant tackles going in left, right and centre. There's been absolutely no mercy sh shown so far. Here's Bedwell. Can she find it through? It's a little bit over hit there for Budakian, I think it is, chasing through. But she, she can't quite get there. It's an opportunity to miss. But it's a terrible clearance away from the goalkeeper. But uh, again... Just can't find that killer ball, this uh, North Shore side, as they had another opportunity to get to go. Here comes Davis. Rolls one tackle, rolls one, two. And then she can't get the other one away. I've got to say that she's a little unlucky not to get a free kick there as she had caught some, uh, was, was given some uh, extra attention by the uh, the chasing North Shore players. North Shore, again, looking to play it out from the back, but then play it around uh, between themselves in a, in a quick one-two touch style, but can't find themselves uh, further up the field. And it's a throw for Manly. And that was a uh, potentially a, not the greatest of throw-ins, but the, the referee lets it go, but it's all the way back to the goalkeeper in Poon who uh, has it between uh, two hands and just hoists it upfield towards halfway. It's flicked on nicely. It's a lovely flick on here. Can Bedwell or Budakian have the pace? And it's just well dealt with there at the back by Hill as she just clears it away. And it should, it should, it's an audacious call for her throw. Um, I didn't think... I don't know, they've, and they've given it as well. Um, oh. Well, they must have taken a nick there off Bedwell. Very, very good call there from the Manly right back who came across the defender. That's Maddie Kilpatrick from C4th FC, who's looked uh, pretty strong there. She's always out to deal with... Uh, well, who's probably been the best player on the field so far in Bedwell. Manly just uh, nothing fancy with that to play. Just get themselves out of trouble. As the game develops into a little bit of a scrap here, Georgia, perhaps now that tiredness starting to sink in as we get towards the, the, the half-hour mark here in the first half. I'm, I'm not seeing scrappy. I'm seeing panic. This is a lot of panic from both teams, very much a kick it into the opposition and see what happens kind of play, which is a bit of a worry considering that's how uh, some of the Div 3 teams play. But, I mean, they are doing well. They're still stringing together the passes. Um, and, I mean, they are getting covering some ground as well. Uh, more NSFA than Manly Warringah. But, no, both teams doing well to compose themselves. And here's a chance time. now. Is Badaki going to get there? No. Well positioned there by Jesse, Jerry Gerrich, who was in the perfect position. But there's another poor clearance. It's found its way to Bedwell. But, again, there is uh, Kilpatrick there, making sure the ball doesn't come back towards her 18-yard box and it's hooked away by Hill. Doesn't go very far and now it's at the feet of a North Shore player. She flicks it out to Budakian who's going to keep this in. Is she onside there? This is the touchy. But then her pass is, isn't too crash hot either and uh, it's going to be a Manly Warringah ball. Apology, Georgia, for cutting you off. No, that's all right. That's there. all right. Finish off what you're having to say. No, I was just saying they're doing well. But I mean, looking at this Manly Warringah goalie, I'm a little worried with her clearance. It isn't particularly strong. 
which may explain why the centre defender took the goal kick for her as well. But she does seem to be letting go of the ball a little bit high and then making contact with the ball a little bit high as well with her foot. So that may be why the ball is going straight up in the air it's rather than outward. Definitely. A, uh, it's been a bit of a challenge for her for those goal kicks so far. Brilliant little one-touch uh, there by uh, Asha up front, but she can't quite... Uh, bring it down and, and find a, a teammate to try and lay it off to but he does win a throw pings it in now it's a decent throw it's coming to the centre of the park will it fall to anyone it's uh, well defended there by the centre back and there's an opportunity for this North Shore side to break if she can find the ball early just taking an extra touch there that she probably shouldn't have there Lambert and can't quite get it away but there's an opportunity now as Badakian comes soaring across but again from Kilpatrick from, from right back coming across and covering for Hill at, uh, at centre back she's actually maybe done a little bit of a switch here there's, uh, it was with, there's no longer um, the number 16 on the field anymore and Ashley Houston on the field who's had, a, who's had a quick break Kilpatrick in there kind of as a almost like a sweeper of some kind she's sort of crossing, crossing everywhere at the moment um, as Manly find themselves in a good position played it through now to Steph Davies ball is a well over hit and that she'll be disappointed with that pass because that should have definitely found Usher who was uh, loitering out on the right wing and it'll be a goal kick maybe a change here for the Manly Warringah side it will be a change I'm going to see who's coming off now there's no electric board here at uh, Charles Bean Oval um, I think it's uh, must have been Usher who maybe uh, who's gone off there just over on the right hand side we've had a player go off it looks like a Jusen with those rolled up sleeves who's, uh, who's just gone off um, she's been brought on it looks like Number seven, potentially. I'm just it, my eyesight is deceiving me. It is number seven it who's gone on. Number seven who's gone on, and I don't have a number seven on the team sheet. So we'll uh, we'll figure it out as we go along. <laughs> Maybe the second half we'll get a we'll get a revised. Uh, You're starting list. to sound like my uni assignments. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So balls whipped across. Is Gushy going to get on the end of that? No. Well done by Poon. She was out fast. Saw the danger early. Tries to get that quick uh, throw away once again, but uh, no one in support is mainly well covered. Poofed upfield, but uh, hers not as good um, this time around. It's well dealt with there by Kilpatrick. And now it's going to fall away for this North Shore side. It's Bregg through the midfield. Oh, brilliant tackle there. Ooh. That's a huge tackle. And now it's uh, going to be... Uh, Mayer out here who's holding the ball excuse me that's a Texaria who's holding the ball up there for Manly as they try to play off on the back she's given the ball away though and it's fallen itself to Badakian tries to find uh, Akia Cohen from Linfield who's playing out here on the left hand side now can't find her either the ball is hoofed away from the Manly defence and it's going to be a North Shore throw right on halfway we're sort of getting towards the last few minutes of this uh, first half here played back there by Drew Doris as they try again, play it uh, from out from their centre-backs. Looks out wide now to Lambert. She's got an acre of space. Can she find Cowan down the right side? She doesn't need. She's going to go herself. She needs someone in the middle here. Plays it through now. Can it find its way to a North Shore player? It's Ooh. well done by Hill. Is the referee going to give anything there? No, he doesn't. Came out really authoritatively there. Hill took out Munston. Who's um, blazing Number 10, well. Santhia. Ooh. Sorry, number 10, who... Uh, uh, it's got, yeah, Zanfia Munson was correct in Northbridge and she got winded here, I think, and it's going to be a quick uh, stop in play as she catches a breath. And I think uh, uh, everyone on the field, including myself, need to, to catch a breather as this game um, starts to really, really heat up as the both sides uh, find themselves with a... I suppose coming out of that, that panicky stage, as you mentioned before, Georgia. Mm. But Caitlin, now starting to 
you know, back themselves on the ball a bit more and, and really find themselves in a bit more space as the game, as the players start to tire from that intense pressure that we had in the opening exchanges of the game. Yeah, but I think it's just going to get more and more important um, just to make sure tackles are good. I mean, the man or both sides, I should say, are both tackling very well. They're surrounding the ball straight away. Really, neither team has had a great opportunity. And that's due to the defence just being on the ball so quickly. Here's Badakian, tries the turn, but well marshalled there by Kira Bullman at right back. Now it's played away. It's hoofed upfield for Usher, but I don't think even Usain Bolt would have called that uh, pass. <laughs> well over hit. And uh, easy pickings for Puna. She uh, plays the quick ball, comes upfield now to... Uh, number nine in Nicola Myers who's sort of dropped back into a more of a holding midfield role recently she gets it away to Cowan good first touch but it's just gone away with her one as you mentioned uh, before guys on that uh, speedier AstroTurf uh, surface but she has uh, found herself uh, a throw for the North Shore side as they start to again tack this uh, right hand side or left hand side defence for the Manly Warringah team as they try to get themselves a, a sucker punch goal just before half time. Coming short, Munston. She's not often. She's good to see that she's okay. Well dealt with here by, by excuse me, by Murphy at Texaria. Just ping ponging around. It's found itself now at Lambert's feet. Can she find a pass away? Gets it across now to what looks like Cowan. Here's Badakian. Plays it out across again there to Mayer. She needs some support here. No one really attacking in the box here. You'd think you'd need someone in the box here to get ahead on it. But it's well there, done by Davis. She gets it away to Usher. She needs to turn and go. And she just can't flick it past the centre-back. And again, North Shore survive uh, a quick counter-attack. But can't make use of uh, their opportunity in, in possession. And Georgia, uh, perhaps uh, maybe a little bit of nerves or a little bit of... Bit of, don't want to commit too far forward because there's been opportunities for this North Shore side to get into the box and they haven't really taken it. More more than happy to play uh, the passing game and really mm. find the space before taking a, taking a shot pot at goal. Yeah, it looks it just looks like there should be someone in the centre ready to go for the cross. But unfortunately, this person who should be in the centre is drifting a little bit too far and they are being surrounded by a lot of Manly Warringah players as well. So they maybe, they maybe should think about staying just a little bit further to, to their side rather than straight into the middle. And this way, maybe they may get a, a, um, an opportunity if it, if it arises. Here's Badakia now. She turns and goes as she tries to beat uh, Hill for pace. She needs someone in the box. Cohen is in there. She whips it in, but it's well def defended by Hill, who... Uh, Takes a nice first touch and gets it away. But the pressure's still on here. Didn't quite deal with the... Here comes now. She's got plenty of space now. In, in is Cohen. She wicks it back across. But she can't find herself um, with uh, with this, any kind of space there. It was Myers there up front who just couldn't find herself a, a player to pass to. It looks like she might be a little bit hurt here. Maybe pulling a little bit at the back of the hamstring. Hoofed to crop here now. Cohen is tall. Can't quite find it. But it's well dealt with. And here comes uh, Kilpatrick who just takes it uh, towards the byline. And then just... Don't know if she intended to put it straight out of play, but it's, uh, it'll force a break here as we get another substitution for the uh, North Shore side. Number 11 is coming on for you. Lauren Lambert's coming back on. And uh, going off there looks like number 10, I think, who's just gone off there in Xanthia Munston, obviously taking that knock before. Um, so perhaps just getting a quick breather. Comes now to... Uh, number five who is on today Hayley Burns from the North Sydney side finds herself uh, trapped down there with not much support and has had to uh, f concede the throw 
So mentioned a good little crowd down here tonight watching this game, and it's a picturesque evening. Bad touch there, though, from uh, from Phoebe Pincus, who's on the field um, for the Manly side. Couldn't get it away. Uh, good touch away there. But again, Manly struggling to find themselves uh, an out ball at the moment, especially now that they've, I think, substituted Usher, who's not playing on the field at the moment. Ball comes across, though. Steph Davey intercepts it. Got a chance now to try to play it through. But once again, the imperious... Vanessa Schumann, excuse me, the imperious Amanda Skellen at the back. Doesn't look like she's going to be beaten with too many easy balls today, that's for sure. No sure looking to play good one-touch football again. Can she find Badakian? No, she can't, and it's going to be a... Uh I think it's a North Shore throw. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. I don't think too many of the Manly players are happy about that. Well, there might have been a, a reverse uh, deflection, but doesn't go their way. Going to get a throw now. Comes in, goes towards Cowan again. She's got that height looking for, to utilise her ability in the end. Good turnaround there by Lambert. Can she find herself uh, with the ball? No, she's uh, been shrugged off by the, the strength of Kira Borman and then hoofs it into um, Lambert once again to win the throw. Big strong stuff there by the, uh, the right back. Who's uh, kind of played a bit everywhere today? You've seen her at left back, you've seen her at right back. Um, she's, she she played a bit in the holding midfield position earlier. Uh, she seems though to have settled in at uh, right back. And we've got a free kick. It must have been handball that the referee called as, with the deflection. Played out now to uh, Kilpatrick. She's got an acre of space. She's been urged to move forward. Fired out wide now to an unmarked uh, left winger, but she can't touch it back there to Caitlin Labass, and it'll be a throw for North. Uh, sorry for Manly. And they go for the quick ball, and it's fed away, and it's not gone to anyone. But it's being scrapped in the middle there between two players, and there's a, a wrestle-like push there from the North Shore player. Manly win the the throw. It was you would have seen it on a rugby field, absolutely <laughs> palmed her into the ground. That's uh, um, that's what you don't get when you watch the men's play because they usually just fall over and pretend they're hurt. Good to see that the, the women's players uh, get up and get on with it. And there's a free kick opportunity here late into this first half. We've probably only got about. We're probably into extra time now uh, of this uh, added time of this first half. Balls whipped in from Caitlin the Bass. It's going to struggle to get past the, the first line of defence there. Going back towards uh, Hill, who heads it in towards traffic. It's scrappy. Can uh, North Shore find themselves a bit of a break? Yes, they can. Here comes Lambert, but she's marshaled well there. Comes out to Caitlin the Bass at left back. She's got a bit of space. She needs someone in the box. There's no one there. Getting... Can she find someone? She's been... Unmarked the whole way, whips the ball in, and Poon easily comes out and grabs it. Almost to the supporting cavalry, far too late. The siege was over by the time they arrived, and Rome was gone Rome by that was stage. Exactly right, and the Labas <laughs> had no one to pass it to. Well dealt with by Hill, finds its way to, to Labas, who's had a busy couple of seconds. Finds it now to. Um, Phoebe Pinnis in the midfield alongside Steph Davies. Comes across the hill. She finds it out now to Davies. Can she play it through? Oh, it was an aching gap. She couldn't quite find the, the striker as the ball then is whipped across there by Arabella Baker. She can't get it away. Poon deals with it. Well, I tell you what, Beth Sweeney had a player surging through a hole in the defence and she couldn't quite wrap her foot around it to find the person. Lambert's uh, pass out there to uh, Alison Hurd. Not good enough as it's good. It's a good turn here. Can Manly get through one again? The imperious Skellerman at the back there, who has been fantastic for the North Shore side so far. Skellerman, I should say. Um, not beaten once again in a one on one situation. And we have ourselves a throw. As the, the game, uh, I think, players a few hands on hips as they try to uh, see out these last few remaining moments of this uh, first half. Hey, what have you been thoughts on the, the first half? Uh, uh, guys, I mean, it, it's been it's been good in patches. It's been it's been somewhat panicky in, in other pa in other areas. What are your thoughts so far? Uh, okay, let's start with you first. 
I, I think, again, it started off very high intensity. Um, now, in the middle of the this half, they kind of settled in. We saw a few combination passes from both sides, which was nice to see. And again, just that, that last third, they're just having trouble finding that striker for both sides. Um, hopefully they can rearrange uh, formations and that's up to the coaches now going into the second half. Uh, hopefully work out a way to get past that line of defence. Georgia, any thoughts on the first 45? I uh, definitely have to agree. There was very high intensity to start with, but I mean, it has it's had its moments, but unfortunately intensity dropped and it didn't quite regain the same momentum it had when it started. That may be due to fatigue and exhaustion, uh, but I mean, no, they've both been fantastic moments by both teams. There have also been some uh, silly fundamental errors as well, which probably shouldn't have happened. But so be it. I mean, that's that's a game of football and, you know, you just got to take it all in the chin. That half's over and you've got to focus on the next half. Phoebe Pierce whips it in. There's no one there, though, and it's going to be dealt with. Oh, it's a bit of a bounce. Could this fall here? No, it's been well dealt with there by the centre-back. I think that's Skellen again. Was there to clear it away. Not to be uh, beaten after the, an imperious first 45. Here comes Kilpatrick. Well, I think she should play in the midfield because her touch has been fantastic this evening so far as the ball just walloped straight into my teammate. She won't be getting any favours from her later on. It was so many handshakes. Ball's played through now to Cowan. She's got a bit of space. Can she find Budaki and through the field? Yes, she can. Oh, the touch just went behind her. The pass oh, so close. Budaki, she wants the ball now. And again, the ball just breaks away from them. Is it toofed away and that pass is going nowhere and that'll be out for a goal kick? No, no it's going it to be well collected by the keeper who's made the smart decision uh, not to opt for the from the kick from the six-yard box as she brings it out. As we mentioned, these goal kicks have been a bit of a challenge so far. And, oh, Jesus, that's gone that's gone more sideways than it's gone forward. And it's not dealt with there by Caitlin Labass. She would like that one again there, the keeper, Jerry Gerrich, who's come in um, at, uh, you know, as, as, as a late call-up. North Shore, so it's good. Northern Suburbs Football Club now with a chance. Cohen now with her back to goal. Kite can't turn and it's easily dealt with there by the defenders, Beth Sweeney and, and Kilpatrick. Here comes Skillen again. I tell you what, she's been imperious. She beats one, she beats two, takes a touch, easy play. This is better from the North Shore side. Oh, there's the curse of the commentator. As the pass, last pass isn't as too good. Hoofed upfield now for Badakian and well, if there's someone who's going to be tired at the end of this game, it's going to be her. She's run like an absolute mad oh, person today. On. Well... No, that's well shielded there. I think you've got to keep the bias away there, Georgia. He, that's a well, she's proper, still on the ground, so I mean, come that's, on. That's how you shield the ball. And she, well, that, yeah, she ran very hard. And she I did that and got a red card, so I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I think the ref was, uh, might have been a bit soft, in my opinion. Is there's a, uh, She goes off the field there, but Dakin, she is a little sore. And they're going to uh, probably make a sub. She's staying on. She's she's teasing me while she walks along the byline. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're playing out from the back here. They're quick to pounce on them. Hill and um, and um, excuse me, um, Beth Ooh. Sweeney uh, taking their time out from the back. And in the end, it's the North Shore side who's pressured them into making a uh, an error and finding themselves with a chance to, to attack. But again, Hill gets in the way there. Had a strong first 45. Chasing this one is Jasmine Elry. She's got no support though. And uh, the North Shore side deal with it in defence. They're trying to play it again out from the back. One-on-one -on -one with each other. Here comes Lambert. She goes around one. Oh, that's lovely done. She plays the ball over to Cohen. It's not well done. Dealt with by Bass. And I thought that took a deflection. Yes, it did. And it's a throw for North Shore. Linesman ruling correctly. Um, again, still pushing for 
what could be a, a late first half goal. Um, I don't think ne really personally need the side of a deserving of a lead so far. But if one was to come, I'm sure it would be beneficial to either side as there's a substitution here. Murphy Texaria is coming off for Manly Warringah. And uh, on comes uh, the new player. Throws taken in quickly now. Finds as well to Munson. She's whipped it in. Badaki is chasing. Can she get a hit on them? Oh, she can't. Munson can't deal with it. Well kept there by Gerich. Comes out early. And that's a better Eesh. kick. But a lot of uh, right spin it's on it. Looks like one of my golf swings. And <laughs> it's uh, flicked away. And it's well, But it's well dealt with there by Vanessa Cimino. Out there at right mid. She's being absolutely harassed and, and, and almost... Uh, assaulted there by the chasing North Shore players. The referee says nothing doing. It's played on and it's dealt with there by Davis and she flicks it out wide now to uh, the uh, the left mid who took her time to get to the ball and slid in there and, and it's called for half time here. Well that's uh, the first 45 here from Charles Bean Oval. Nil all between the Northland Suburbs Football Association Women's Select and the Manly Warringah Football Association's Women's Select in this exhibition match. It's been it's been back and forth. It's been high intensity. It's as we predicted, really. But that final third is, in terms of its execution, is just lacking just ever so slightly. We'll just run through some stats for you from the from the match, which uh, Caitlin has so very nicely done for me because I forgot to. One shot apiece uh, really uh, was on target, so we do have to give that second one to the Manly Warringah Football Association um, with that sh cross shot from uh, Ullman. Shots blocked today, just the one uh, which was blocked. Three kicks, um, three to the Manly Warringah select side. There's not been one come from the North Shore side. No offsides yet. Well, as we mentioned, none of the uh, strikers have really gotten into a position to, to find themselves in an offside position, and we're pretty level on corners, uh, three and four respectively guys what do you hope to see in the the next 45 what did you th what were your thoughts from that second half what was on that first half sorry it would be nice to see uh, some more passes being strung together. Uh, it did get a little bit sloppy there towards the end. I mean, we generally see that in a game with exhaustion fatigue setting in and of course uh, mental exhaustion too. But, I mean, it would be nice to see some more shots on goal. I think they are waiting a little bit too long to take the shots and therefore defence are all over them like a rash. So uh, we'll, see what can, we'll, we'll see what each team can, uh, can put together for us. And, Caitlin, as you were dealing with some, some fandom as the Manly <laughs> Warringah team came through and gave you a wave, they, you know, life, there's always a laugh after football. Maybe commentary is the, is the position for you. Uh, how were your thoughts? Um, look, considering... What was it? One or two training sessions together, mm. around maybe three. Um, I think it's a very good effort. It's probably their first game that they've played together. Both sides are playing similar, really. Um, defense is very good. Midfield is very good, and then just the top third, just trying to find that player. Um, which again, that comes through practice and knowing where your player is going to be. So, all things considered. I uh, I have to give it to them. I think they're going well, and it will be interesting to see what their fitness levels are like at this time of year. Um, I know I've started pre-season, and uh, it's hard to keep, again, mental as well as physical. Um, so I think, again, it's up to the coaches now to possibly find a different formation, um, maybe put another striker up there. Both teams are kind of playing with that one centre striker, which for for the defenders is uh, it's easier 
It's a two or three on one up there, so possibly like to see two strikers up there. Um, the pace is similar, so just more combination play, I guess. I'm sure we will uh, get to see uh, some, some more exciting action from the t sides as they, they kind of go for broke towards the, the back half of the, uh, the, the second half. Uh, we'll be right back here on Triple H 100.1 uh, FM as the, as the crowd come onto the field to have a bit of a kick around in, in, the, uh, in the intermission. Um, but uh, we'll be back with the second half uh, shortly. So stay right with us for the exhibition match between the Northern Suburbs Football Association women's team and the Manly Warringah Football Association's women's team here on Triple H. Welcome back to Triple H 100.1 FM. My name is Dom Rizzuto. You are here with myself, Caitlin uh, Jarby, and Georgia Lomas Fatara, calling the Northern Suburbs Football Association Women's Game against the Manly Warringah Football uh, Association's Women's Select Game. Nil all after the first 45. We're right back underway here. Very quick start to the second half. Not too much of a a breather for both sides. The ball's played over the top. Cohen is on this. She's putting pressure on Kilpatrick. Can she do enough to deal with the ball? She can. She just nods it back to her keeper, Gerich, who's out there to claim the ball. Guys, as we mentioned, it was a tight affair in the first half. Didn't uh, have much in the way of uh, clear goal-scoring opportunities. You know, with the with a little bit of a rest, uh, hopefully now we might be able to see some action. Yeah, look, it would be nice to see some more opportunities. I mean, there was a bit of a shot drought in the first half almost. I mean, pe um, players taking a little too long just to just to um, get shots out and, and to, to pass the ball and everything like that. But, I mean, I think we're going to see quite a few more now. I mean, they've recuperated. They've spoken with their coaches. The coaches have analysed the game. So I think this is going to be a good half. I think so. And uh, the crowd seems to have got even bigger. So I'm sure they're going to be cheering the girls on. Well, we have ourselves uh, a pretty uh, decent-sized crowd, as I mentioned about three times already. Um, oh, really? <laughs> There's a crowd? Wait a minute. Yeah, um, and you can tell by the lack of parking as well. When you got here, it was oh, very tight. Yeah. I mean, I got one uh, right out front. I call that uh, the celebrity spot. Um, <laughs> Rockstar. Rockstar spot. Mm. Um, but that's what happens when you get here now beforehand. Uh, <laughs> and now we've got ourselves uh, in the back right-hand corner once again, where the uh, game was very much predominantly played in the first half in that uh, that sort of right-back de defensive, left-back defensive position for the Manly Moringa side. Again, that's that right-side attack that uh, is being targeted by the uh, North Shore side. As Manly looked to play it out from the back, they didn't really play that game all that much in the first half they really went for the kind of direct football approach that you tend to see more in the um in the in the first division football in NPL more than the passing out from the back again the north shore football trying to north sub north suburbs will try to win the ball back but don't quite um again get that that passing out from the back correct throw comes in and it's uh Fallen to Davis, who just whips it over the top to Usher, who's back on the field after having a brief moment off in the second half. Cohen tries to turn and go. Kilpatrick's there, but it's uh, well come across there by Caitlin the Bass. But storming onto the ball is Lambert, but she can't get the ball under control. And then it's just hoofed away there by, excuse me, uh, Hannah Grimble at uh, right back. The ball has gone uh, right into the hedges and it had to be retrieved here. Um, 
had no ball go over to into the uh, what looks like the industrial estate to the left uh, so far in this half. It's been well, well controlled uh, uh, in terms of uh, some wayward clearances. The ball has just pegged up field there for Budakian who chases and she's gotten there. She's whipped it in early and it's just unfortunately once again nobody on the end of these crosses. Um, perhaps it's, you know, Budakian's pace and no one can kind of keep up with her. Uh, it's a better clearance there by the by Gerich, but it's a uh, Poorly controlled there by Beth Sweeney. And she eventually uh, pushes it out for a throw. She actually wins the throw there um, in a pretty decent uh, effort there to, to get herself uh, the ball back after uh, ultimately losing it in, with the first touch. Hushed and harried there as the ball's whipped away. This is nice. Here comes Lambert, but she can't get across as uh, Hill comes across to deal with the danger. Flicked out wide now to... Um, <laughs> So Steph Davies there on the right mid plays it up to Usher, but well dealt with there um, by number six for the North Shore side, who today is Sarah Gordon from UTS FC, the solo representative from the from the uni side. Flipped away now, Lambert puts the head on, it finds its way to Munston, who takes a good touch, turns and finds herself away, and lovely ball away there. That's great play. That's what you want to see from your number ten, taking her time and taking the pressure off her her side as she put it away to. Um, her striker up front in Badakian, but she uh, couldn't get the ball away. And the ball has stayed in here. There's been a bit of a play on here. Just driven straight into the uh, the right back, though. And here comes a chance now for Manly Waringa, but she can't get it away. And it's dealt with again by the, the very, very slick centre-half pairing, I must say, for this North Shore side. But it's just Skellen and... Yes, yeah, Skellen and, and Skellen. The sister, though. Yes, must be a sixer <laughs> act from the Linfield side. Oh, I was seeing double all of a sudden, and it, it makes all the sense. Very similar height and both very, very similar players. It's not often that you get uh, two very, very, very skilled centre-backs who have got the same name. What a coincidence. And they must be related. Um, and having an absolutely fantastic game in, in the uh, centre-half. Here's Usher, who looks like Manly's best outlet for a goal, I think, in this match at the moment. She's just lurking, but she's been well marshaled by the by the Skellen twins, or the Skellen sisters. Whipped in ball out. That's a better ball. Usher's there. Can she take a touch? It's just all off a hip. Fumbled there by the keeper. But well regathered there by Dorothy Poon in goal. Actually, I think it might have been a change That's now a in change. goals. It has been a change. There's been the warm-up. Bronte Finnegan is now in between the sticks. And uh, first call to action is uh, a hard knock. Uh, she does win the, the free kick. But as I mentioned there, Georgia Usher, the danger, getting herself inside the 18-yard box. Can't quite control the ball as it fell over the defender's head. Um, mm. But that was Manly's probably best option uh, so far. Whipping it into her and seeing what she can create. Yeah, I mean, fantastic job by the the goalie as well to to get that ball back. Because, I mean, that could have trickled into the goal if you're not paying attention and if you don't know where that ball is. So fantastic job Oops. to regain it. Oof, and just a little bit slow off the line to notice that the ball was coming towards uh, Bridget Finnegan. Vidigan getting there just in front of uh, the number 17 for the Manly Warringah side, who I believe uh, we weren't too sure because the 17 appeared out of nowhere. We believe it's um, a number 17 today. It's uh, <laughs> very good Very good pick of the goalkeeper. That was an ankle breaker there. She, she sent Usher the wrong way, but she got away with it. But poorly dealt with there by the North Shore side coming out of danger. But again, it's Skellen, uh, one half of the... Uh, of the Skellen duo, who uh, is once again imperious at the back under pressure and takes her time as she 
comes to reclaim the ball. There's been absolutely no pressure here for the Manly side as they just reset themselves defensively. And it gives uh, the setter back time to bring the ball forward and uh, choose the uh, the option to her right, who is uh, is the sister act. Played it upfield now to uh, um, number five today for you, who is um, Hannah Tell from, excuse me, Hayley Byrne from uh, North Sydney United. Fortunately, though, she's uh, harried and hustled and concedes a throw. Flicked away now uh, from the throw. It finds its way to Steph Davies. Pointed through by, by Cohen there, though. Hill was put under pressure, but she managed to get it away. Here comes Yushin. She goes out now to Semino, who does a lovely turn. Needs Usher on down the line. She doesn't choose her. Tries the ball back across, and I don't know who she was trying to find there. Burrows over the uh, the right mid there in Lambert uh, in a process, but then the passes get a little bit scrappy there, and eventually it finds its way back to, to Hill, and they start again here, Manly. Here comes Sweeney. She's got uh, not too much else. Semino is out-muscled there, though, by her her opposite number but then it is conceded for a throw I've got to say there's a bit of feeling in this one now Caitlin both teams uh, really putting a boot in yeah I mean I think they've come out again with that same intensity that they started with the first half uh, hopefully they can keep pushing through this time being the the second half uh, both I believe have had two opportunities now Here's a chance now. There's a ball through. It's worked. Finnegan's come out well there, though. That's brilliant goalkeeper. She's read the game. And she's got a huge cheer from the uh, from the bench and the fans. But it's come straight back to Hill. She just hoofs it upfield. And even if Usher was onside there, I don't think she was ever going to chase that down. Um, but brilliant goalkeeping there by the uh, by the, the second-half keeper for the North Suburbs side. Um, it was a nice ball through, really. There wasn't too much wrong with the pass there from, uh, from Davies in the middle. Um, for the manly side, side, side um, but unfortunately couldn't be gotten there by Murphy Texaria. Bit of ping pong tennis. Munston uh, with a bad touch the first one, but then she flicks it away to her teammate in um, number 12 today who's just come on the field and Drew Doris, who's been pretty much uh, there for the first half. Here's an opportunity now for Manly, but again, I wouldn't fear. Skellen is there. She easily deals with it and just puts it out of danger. And they'll have an early change. It looks like there's going to be like four players coming on here in one quick succession, or three at least. And yes, there is. We're going to see Cohen go off. We're going to see Munston go off. And we're going to see number nine go off. Nicola Mayers go off. And on comes three new players. I can see uh, Bedwell coming back on there. They've got Badakian back on. And they've also brought on... He's going to turn there. Number. Georgia, can you see the number there? As it comes it's around. The wrong person to ask. Eight. <laughs> eight. Number eight who's come on, who is Jeremina Davis. So, Jeremina Davis. So, Jemina Davis. I'll get it there eventually. Um, so, pretty much the starting front three back on the field there for the North Shore side, having a minor breather in the back half of the uh, the first half in the final few minutes. Manly with the ball, though, and arguably you've started the better of this uh, second half. But here comes Badaki. Now she's been danger. And now she's got an acre of space to move into. We know she's quick if she can keep the ball in here. She has. Bedwell's getting into the middle. She needs support. The ball goes in, but it's well defended there by... Uh, um, by, uh, excuse me, Bullman at left back, and she's done brilliantly to get away. Here comes now... Um, Ashley Hannah Grimble gets it away. Good one-touch football from the Manly side. Can they find themselves a bit of space? Whipped out there from uh, from Hill, and that's going to no one but Lambert. Easily fielded. Here comes uh, excuse number eight, Jemina Davis, and she finds it back to Skellen, who's easy uh, as you like for her again. Brilliant first touch, brilliantly finds her right back out there in the number four jumbo, Alison Hurd for Taramara FC. 
But she unfortunately is harassed and harried, and she concedes the throw. Manly with the ball now. Ball is pegged downfield. It's tried to be flicked on. And we've got a number 17 on there for Manly, who, um, again, we're not too sure who the number 17 is because we don't have that to change. But I, we think number 17 today is Hannah Grimble, who's, uh, in the 50, who was originally in the 15. Throw in now for this Manly side. Again, you know, a lot of these players will be looking to, again, Skellen with a touch. So brave in that position to take it down and wrap around the player. Good one-touch football. Can the ball get flipped through here? No, Oof. it can't be. It's cleared away as uh, Skellen makes sure that the ball isn't done with. Here comes uh, Phil Patrick. She flicks it across. Here comes uh, Usher. But again, Skellen is away and clears it. Davidson tries to get there first, but it's well done by... by um, Number 12 there for Manly, Beth Sweeney. She beats one, she beats two, she beats three. But can't beat four. Well tackled there by uh, Budaki, but she loses the ball. Here comes Caitlin Abbas. She whips the ball across, but she can't find Usher in the middle. Can the header be put on here? Well done by Hill. She gets the first one. She can't beat the second. And well done there by <coughs> Drew Doris, who just uh, beats a couple, but unfortunately just can't find her teammate further upfield, Budaki, who was trying to power down the left wing, trying to use that speed that she has down there that we saw earlier before when she came back on the field. Flicked on there by number 10 for Manly in, <coughs> excuse me, Arabella Baker, but she can't get away. Skellum, again, under pressure from Usher, has absolutely no sweat getting away, but the pass is a little bit uh, long for her teammate, and here comes Davis. She's trying to find someone in the middle, chipped over the top. Here comes Usher, but off the surface, unfortunately, as we mentioned, it likes to pick up. There's not too much bounce in these AstroTurf pitches. And it skids away for a goal kick. As I think uh, everyone takes a quick breather after a frantic first few minutes here, Georgia. I mean, the fact that they already made three subs is just telling you how, mu how much intensity the team's playing with. But, I mean, they're doing a great job. And, I mean, they are keeping it up. There are a few silly little mistakes, but they are coming back from these mistakes and they are rebuilding as well, both teams. So, fantastic effort on uh, a very cold Wednesday. Actually, what day is it? I don't know what it day it is. It is a Wednesday. It is? Oh, okay, never mind. On a uh, cold night. It is. Uh, it, it, the temperature has dropped somewhat in the last, let's say, 30 minutes. Here comes Bedwell down that right. She's trying to find someone in support. Can she get across? Holding it up. She does brilliantly to get the ball back across. The first touch isn't great. It's fed across now to, to Bodakian. Can have a shot. They're just going to drop it back here. They're going to take their time. They're going to build their, their pressure slowly. They bowl back across there to Bedwell. She goes back to number eight in... Jeremina, Jeremina, Jemina Davis, now the ball's been cleared, very long, Skellen got pressure on her, Usher's got the speed and she'll get here, she needs the support, where's the chasing pack for Manley, she should have probably held that up there, mm. she was a little bit rash in trying a cross or even a shot to try and test the goalkeeper out, but uh, it wasn't to be, it's another goal kick and just showing there, Caitlin, that that Manley side on the break are very, very dangerous and North Shore going to have to keep an eye on, you know, that quick counter with the style that they like to play. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think as we're talking in the first half, I think the panics, it's gone away a little bit. Uh, I hope it they can keep under control. Um, you can see they're getting more, both sides are getting more balls forward now. They've got more time on the ball. Here's an opportunity now. The ball is played through. Can it be a touch on? Bedwell's pass is just a little bit over hit to Badaki. And apologies to cut you off there. Caitlin is the the ball uh, was fed through to the striker, but you couldn't quite uh, 
uh, get a, the final touch on it to sort of prod it past the keeper. And it's going to go out here for a throw for the North Shore side as they uh, get a little bit of uh, wind behind them after that uh, that opportunity. Once again, the ball falling at uh, Imogen Bedwell's uh, feet. She was uh, once again the danger out there on the right, but she couldn't, couldn't quite find her strike partner um, in Badakian. Uh, who was, was uh, unable to get there as it's regathered by the keeper, Jerry Gerrich in goals. There's an opportunity now for, it uh, looks like uh, Doris back out there. She's got a great ball back across. Unfortunately, she just couldn't find anyone. Plays the ball through now. Good one-touch football from this manly side, taking their time now. Pranging it out from the back, and again, they just can't quite find that it's a killer blow. Here comes uh, North Shore, trying to play it through. Playing around with it there was Kilpatrick. She didn't probably need to. She didn't have a lot of time. She gets rid of it. Here comes Doris. She plays it back now to to Davidson. She beats one. She beats two. Can she find a shot? No, she can't quite get it away. Hill tries to get away. She's under pressure. It's a poor clearance. And she's uh, she's backed up there by Davis, who then gets it away. And here comes uh, Houston now playing right back. Usher's just straying offside here. You'll probably see the flag go up here as the ball is chased. She was. She just strayed offside. And she's not. Even, she knows it. She's not even going to... Uh, even chase it as uh, the referee is he going to call it back oh, for a free a kick eventually over there now she hadn't touched the ball yet oh well there you go play the whistle Oops. it's the oldest trick in the book and we know that uh, it's, <laughs> it's the, not uh, a trick it's yeah. how you play, <laughs> how you play. <laughs> and we all know that it's uh, you know it's uh, it's it's been contentiously debated across all forms of football even mm. at the highest level you only have to be a big fan of the English Premier League to have seen some of the offside uh, decisions really here's an opportunity now Usher to whip it in it's coming in on goal but it's going to be easily caught there by well done. the keeper who absolutely no pressure on her I'll say the chase Ooh, now that's, no, a, that's a kick where was that in the first half of Manly here comes Bidwell now on the chase has it fallen through to her she's got the pace she's one on one shot across the face of goal but brilliantly saved down right and low, but straight at her. Easily dealt with by Gerich. And she uh, reclaims the ball, but there's the counter, the direct style of football. That, that was we... a great goal clearance. <laughs> that was fantastic. Huge it went over high. halfway. Yeah. Now, now that's how, now, that's how I was trained. Right here. Here's an opportunity. This game is really starting to open up now. Usher straight offside again. Now she's on. Does she have the pace? The linesman's let it call, but again, the ball is rolling through, and it's well dealt with there by Finnegan, who's are we going to see another goal kick like before? It's oh, not quite oh. as good. It's still pretty decent, though. We're asking a lot of uh, Bidwell to deal with that, though. Well dealt with there by Davis, though. It's uh, back, but well defended there by Lambert. Now she's got the ball, Bidwell. She goes across to, oh, no one. And now there's an opportunity. Can it be played through? The speed is on. The goalkeeper's come out. And again, it's just over hit. Well played there by Finnegan. Just can't quite find that final pass. The, the teams tonight. Keepers are out early. You know they need to just maybe take a little bit out of the pass. Finnegan, her delivery so far from uh, from the back has been fantastic, and that pass hasn't wasn't as great though from the from the number four out there today. Anderson heard it right back. That's better. She plays the ball upfield, but it's well defended again by Manley. They're starting to find themselves a lot more space, both teams now. Here's Davidson. She whips it away to Bidwell. Can she keep this in? Bit of spin is going to roll this back into play. She's gone with the early cross. It's a lovely ball across. It's fielded 
not the best by the keeper at the back, Gerich, but she does enough. Fortunate that the ball didn't bounce too far away from her knees uh, as she tried to kind of trap it with her, with her whole body instead of her hands. And she's, uh, she's gotten away with it. Here's a good turn now. Here's an opportunity. This game opening right up now. This is what we wanted to see. That's what we kind of predicted. Here comes Caitlin Labas down this left-hand side. Can she whip it in? It's a good uh, ball across, but uh, easily dealt with. Might be careful. She didn't run out of play there, the keeper. No, no, you're allowed to run out of play as long as the ball stays in play. Oh, well, that's, that is true. I just thought potentially the ball might have gone with her as she ran out. Here's an opportunity now for her North Shore to start the attack again. She played through there by, by Hurd through to... Bedwell, but she's uh, not going to get that one. And uh, she had a bit more time there than she thought there, Kilpatrick. But uh, she takes the uh, easier option and uh, sends it out of play. And it's going to be a North Shore throw. Ball comes in and it's going to fall its way, its way to uh, looks like Davidson. She's got some people in the box and she can't find it. It's well blocked. And here's a corner. We're going to have our first one of the second half here for North Shore. Going across the take, it is Doris. Um, in the back right-hand corner of the field. Where the, uh, if you had an apartment over the other side from where I'm sitting, and you've got a great view of uh, Sunday or and Saturday football all day long. So if you enjoy your local football, buy one of these apartments uh, facing the, the community centre because it's a great view. Corner now is uh, being taken from Doris. She's uh, in no rush to take this one. She's taking her, her sweet time. There's plenty of players fo forward. Only the... Uh, the the Skellen twins, uh, I'm calling them twins, they're probably not twins, and I'm calling them out anyway. Uh, it's whipped in, whipped in right near the near post and dealt with brilliantly by Houston at the near post. Now it's going to be who forward. This is where the pace comes in the play, but Von Skellen is back and does well enough and gets it away from Usher. But she does a lovely job to touch it away. Here comes Labas. Come sit back inside. Can she find herself a, a strike partner? But she can't. It wasn't Labas, sorry. It was Ar Arabella Baker playing out there on the left-hand side. Couldn't find that person. Here comes uh, North Shore. Can't find that killer pass again. Brought it away by Hill. She's not got much support, and she just hoofs it downfield, hope, sort of hopefully, and it's going to eventually roll out for a goal kick. Again, maybe a little bit panicky now that there's a bit of space opening up uh, between both sides, but definitely now we've seen the speed of the game is sort of starting to open up the field a little bit more, and it's giving both teams more of an opportunity to find themselves a, an opportunity for a shot on goal. Played out now, and they're going to play it out from the back again, this North Shore side. Skellen goes out wide to Hurd. She goes upfield, and she finds Bidwell. That's a lovely ball upfield. She's Oof. got time here, Bidwell. And you know she's got the pace. Will she take on Kilpatrick? Yes, she will. Kilpatrick gets her, doesn't get around her. Good ball across. There's the ball, but brilliantly defended there by Euston at the back. But it's found Bidwell, who's pinched it. She's drilled it across, and is well away from Hill. Just can't find that uh, final pass, that final target person in the box. Now North Shore pinching it back again for Manley. It's whipped in. There's no one in there, but it's just headed away by Manley. Can they find the space? Here's a shot of goal, and it's straight at Carriage. Davison can't find an angle. It's brilliantly positioned by the keeper, who then hoofs it away. And Ken can't find the person she's looking for, but it's pinched here by Davis. Can she find Usher? Yes, she can. Can she find Arabella Baker? Here comes Baker in a white bit of space now. She whips it across. There comes a plants. It's a touch. It's a little bit heavy. She's got time here, and the keeper comes out well to deal with it. And unfortunately, Euston couldn't quite keep the ball under her control as it fizzed away into the hands of the keeper, Finnegan, and she deals with it nicely. And again, both sides struggling to find that killer blow. Played upfield now to um, Bodakian, who's uh, been tackled well, but she wins the throw. 
quick throw now. It's Apology. That was number nine. It was Murphy Texaria. It goes to Badaki, and she can't find her teammate, though, with the second pass. But it's hoofed away from Manly. Find themselves with another throw. I feel there's a goal in the offing here, Georgia. I feel both sides are starting to sense a bit of space now. Bit of speed, bit of tired legs. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a goal coming. I mean, I might be a little bit psychic. Uh, and by that, I mean, I generally call it after it's happened. Uh, <laughs> I still call it a psychic. You're like one of those horse racing commentators who likes... Uh, Too late to look, I right? Seven's going to win it. And Seven came last. He goes, yeah, well, I thought about that just as the race finished, that he wasn't looking great yeah. like when, when he was coming dead last. Thanks for your tip, you muppet. You, you, never, you never know until that, that first horse crosses the line. Exactly you never right. know. Well, there's a chance now. Will it be played forward? It is played forward to Usher, and she's got pace. There's, she's in front of Skellen. Skellen's sister's there to, to kind of cover. She's by herself. She's got no one really with her. Now the chasing pack comes, but uh, probably took too long on the ball, and uh, the uh, the right centre-back, um, who is Amanda Skellen today, easily dealing with uh, the counter-attacking threat there of Usher, who's down on her haunches a little bit. Maybe the laces that uh, have come mm. undone. I think that's what the case is. Here comes the run through now, and it's it's been Imogen, excuse me, number 17, as we mentioned, who is our, um, Ash, not Ashley Houston, our Hannah Crimble there. Here comes a chance now for Davis. Tries to play it through to Usher, but it's well dealt with. Hooked away there by North Shore, but they can't can't find the, the ball that they need. Straight out there to Baker. The ball is very, very overhit, but the, she should just keep this in here. But she's got not too much space to work with. She flicks it back inside, but uh, Skeleton's there to cover, and she puts the ball away to Badakian, who then goes upfield to Davison. She's got Bedwell. Can she play her through? Yes, she can. Here comes the pace. Is it going to stay in? She's got some work to do. She's got to put some foot on the ground. She's going to keep it in. She is. She's done great to keep it in. <laughs> she needs some support, though. Where is it? Oh, and the ball's gone behind Badakian, and she crumbs us to the floor. But it's fallen back to... The, the midfielder in Murphy takes the rear. Bedwell flicks it across, defended. But it's dealt with there by the Manly defenders who have come back uh, covering. Skellen hoofs it back upfield, ping-pong football style. But it's uh, well dealt with again by the defensive pairing of the Skellen twins at the back. And eventually it finds its way out for a throw-in. And we can all breathe a sigh of, uh, of air. <laughs> As we just weren't too sure where that was about to go. Again, they just couldn't find that killer pass there, Caitlin. But maybe sometimes overplaying their hand a little bit towards that last uh, in that last final third, and just not taking a you know a moment to think and and and, and create that that killer blow. Yeah, I mean I, I've mentioned at halftime. I think that final third it really does come down to training together, and unfortunately they haven't had many training sessions. Is uh, Manly now on the break? Lovely work from Baker. She actually got the ball and was asking for some help from her, her strike partner in Usher, but she couldn't, uh, didn't get it. And here comes Doris, who beats one, beats two. She's a lovely little player in the middle of the field. She plays the ball through. It's found its way through to Karen, who's taken a good first touch. She's in on goal, but she's got no support, and the covering Kilpatrick does well again to make sure that there's no immediate danger on goal. But they do find themselves with a throw. Almost uh, took the camera out, cameraman out there on the... Uh, Far left-hand side of the field, and um, you do a do a quick sprint. And I, for one, am, am famous for quick sprints uh, whilst doing commentary calls. And you have to look back to the famous Ron Massey brawl, where uh, there was an RKO on the stage. Whipped away now into the box, but uh, Manly deal with it. There's, there's uh, a few headers hit left, right, and 
centre, but they can't quite uh, get it away. They do now find themselves with Arabella Baker. Good turn under pressure. That's what you want to see. Oh, curse of the commentator again. The pass was awful. It's a shot from long range, and it's audacious. Oh, it's taken a oh, Shane Warren-like bounce, and it almost <laughs> deceived the goalkeeper in Gerridge. But she did well enough to get her foot to it and, and stop it. Well, that would have been a calamity at the back for Gerrit, who's been in fine form so far this game. Didn't get down to it at all with her hands and took a wicked bounce off the, off the turf. And um, eventually they, they, she survives. And, uh, well, you didn't think that was the way that the goal was going to be scored. But funnily enough, it's been the closest we've come to a goal. So, uh, still nil-nil, though, in this uh, exhibition game on Triple H 100.1 FM. You're joined by myself, uh, Dom Rizzuto, Caitlin Javi, and Georgia lomas Um Futurin, apologies, Georgia. All good. I got it wrong once. Caruso <laughs> got it wrong 12 times. Um, oh, and he was trying harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. <laughs> well, that's what he, what he kept trying to say. He was trying to put some, you know, some filler on the commentary because you'll take, your name takes so long to say. You, mm. you take like four <laughs> seconds to say it. So he's like, oh, if I throw this in, we kill four seconds. It's just my name over and over and over again. <laughs> for, for 90 minutes of football. Yeah, standard. <laughs> Goal kick here for the uh, the Manly side. It is hoofed away by uh, Houston. Again, uh, Gerrit's not opting to take the quarter. There was a handball there, but the ref doesn't give it. And it's uh, found its way across the bedwell, but well intercepted there uh, by uh, Caitlin Labass. It's hoofed upfield now to uh, the number eight. Um, number eight, who is... Jasmine Elry, she goes across to Baker, but the ball is uh, well over hit, and it's going to be another throw for the uh, North the Suburbs sides. Not taking uh, an immediate rush to get this ball. Uh, the the left back here. I think they're trying to get a bit of a breather. Was, in. Yeah, I was going to say it's a tactic. It's a tactic yeah. that you do. You uh, walk to get it. Hannah Turl <laughs> playing out there on the left. To, Touched brilliantly. Here comes Baker. She's taken a good touch. Can she get an extra touch on it? No. Once again, who is it there? It's Skellen. This time it's the other side of the dangerous duo. It's Kim, who uh, easily deals with the danger and uh, uh, finds her teammate. But eventually it's back at Manley's uh, feet. It's hooked away by Gerritsch. It was a pretty uh, audacious pass from the goalkeeper. Didn't really give her teammate much of a chance to take a touch and bring the ball down. Here comes Bidwell. She's coming to a more central role. Finds Badakian out on the left, who's been running hard all day. She flicks it across now back to Turl, whose touch isn't great, but she's got time as uh, Baker chases her. She'll probably use the skeleton. It's not a great pass, and uh, she'll come back to, to Finnegan, who we know is very good with her feet. At, and she finds uh, Hurd out wide. Comes back to Amanda Skellen. She's under pressure there from the manly number eight, Jasmine Elry, who's been hassering and pressing. But this is lovely passing work from the... North Shore side. That's what you love to see from the Northern Suburb side. That deserved more of a clap than what it got. That's brilliant there from the green side. Oh, but Skellen with a rare error. It's going to fall to Baker. And she comes across and deals with the danger to recover. Is she going to keep it in from going from a corner? I think we're going to get a throw, throw here. In. Yes, we are. It uh, just goes behind the corner. I'm going to have to stand up here just to make sure I can kind of see what's going on. But then there's a crowd of uh, supporters. So I'm just going to try and look through the windows and hope for the best. Oh, look, you can see yourself. <laughs> well, that's something we don't want to see or hear about anymore. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, there's some it's a, the crowd are getting ruckus now. They start uh, throwing some jibes at the opposition times. That's the fun part. And then here's the key. Keep very vocal. Here comes Elri. Her touch isn't great, but she'll keep the ball in. Plenty of... Uh, she's got all the time in the world. And I don't know what she was trying to really do there. Again, no one really in the box here. 
Um, Usher's off the field now, so they don't really have that out-and-out -out striker. Arabella Baker trying to beat one, beat two, and then it's hoofed away Woo! by Doris. Monster kick, and is Badakit on the chase. Hill's got a lot of work to do. She's got the fed start, and she will get there in front of her teammate. It's God's not the best of the pass. It's a shot of an air from the keeper, oh, but yeah, luckily yeah. there was no one there to, to make it... Uh, uh, <laughs> Anything better than that, but they're not escaped the danger just yet. They will do that now as Kilpatrick brings it away. She looks out there for Elry and then just hoofs it upfield just to make sure that they uh, put themselves out of their misery just for the time being. Again, of not confident with her feet. To be a credit, it was an awful back pass there by, by Hill. Bobbling along the ground, it really wasn't much she could do there. I'm, I'm more worried about Garage. her throwing her knees at the ground to try and stop it in front of herself because <laughs> that's how she just nuttied herself as yeah, well. so um, <laughs> not the greatest. Instead. Here comes Doris. Can she get a touch on here? But no, it's going to roll through. Well, I tell you, there's a bit of pressure on here and it's just have to be hoofed away from the manly uh, right back and North Shore maybe now having their chance for a little bit of attack. It's started off like manly were looking like the... The on the in the ascendancy in the second half to start it, but uh, hasn't been the case, and it's towed out for a corner here. Uh, well, no, it's going to be a goal kick actually. They were apparently the last touch coming off Budaki and um, the ref having a much better sight than I have uh, from that from this far away. That's for sure. I mean, to be fair, he's in the game. <laughs> I, st I think we all still, as casual fans, like to believe that we have better eyesights than referees. Yeah, but um, in no, this that's situation, fair. that's a fair I comment. Cannot stand on two legs, let alone any legs. So here we go. Bulls hoofed upfield. Yusin with a huge clearance. Headed away there by Doris. She's uh, really grown into this game in this second half, that's for sure. Time now, and it's hoofed it away, but it's going to be dealt with by her. That was a handball. I don't know how that was not picked up, but she's won the ball, and she keeps going. Here comes Jason Elry. Can she keep it in? She can. She's done very well to put this upfield. Skellen uh, now got a bit of pressure. She goes back to Finnegan in goals, who's got time here. She's been put under a little bit of pressure by... Uh, Semino, but uh, she can't go away. Here comes Hurl again, and she does brilliantly, but she's then decided to go back into traffic, and it's not the best idea. Oh, and they're not on the same wavelength, and that's what uh, you were mentioning before, Caitlin, about the, the lack of game time together. You would have thought there that uh, Elwi would have kept her run going as he'll put the pass back down the byline. She just stopped. Yes, that's a perfect example of just being able to read your player and... Uh, again, unfortunately, they haven't got to train together lately, so... That's how, but I have to go off the uh, northern suburbs from their long range shot. <laughs> I, uh, I'm hoping that there'll be a couple more long range and I think that might be the, uh, the decider between the two teams. Well, nothing will, uh, I think, please the, the, the home crowd here more if you saw a, a top bins uh, winner in the final few minutes <laughs> of this game. Still a long way to go though in this second half. We're only about 15, 20 minutes into, the, into this uh, into that, uh, into this uh, second 45. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Manly kind of the better of the two to start this second half, but uh, Northern su Suburbs have really worked into the game once again. Ball's flipped across, and it's uh, not really dealt with by this man. Is it going to fall here for the striker? No, Oof. it isn't. Badaki and Kutos is Cowan actually out there who couldn't quite get there. Gerich was, was ready to pounce on it. That was good alert goalkeeping. Here's a chance now for Northern Suburbs to build out from the back again. Here's Doris. She's, as I mentioned, 
It looked very decent uh, in this second half. So she keeps the ball well. Goes out there to Hurd. She hasn't got too much support and plays it to absolutely no one. Not the best of passes from the right back. Played upfield now. Chased is Elry. Skellens across there and she deals it pretty easily. But it just goes straight back to Manly. Now they've got an opportunity to maybe work themselves back into the game. Played back there to the centre-backs and Caitlin Labasse finds herself on the ball but then loses it there as Davies can't take a touch. Edwell, she's been strong. Goes round one, grabs one two. Here she's got some space. She got three players. She's going all the way. Oh, that's a brilliant last tickle challenge. But it's gone to Doris. Advantage is played. She whips it out wide. Can Karen find the killer ball? It's whipped into high, unfortunately. She can't find Badakian whose arms are out by her side praying that uh, she couldn't find it. The referee isn't going to come back and give a free kick here, surely. He's no, in a play advantage. He, he played at a very fair advantage here. It was, wasn't really... I think I would have preferred the free kick from... Oh, I, oh, I <laughs> think so too. But, uh, I mean, when you, when you go for the quad, when the ball's on the ground, well, look, it's a bit like, of an issue. As you mentioned about his... I thought, it was, I thought it was a good tackle from this far away. <laughs> but uh, he thought differently. And uh, Manly survived. And they get themselves a goal kick. Goes up to Elry. But uh, well dealt with there by Drew Doris again. Get, jumping up above the pack. Fallen now to uh, to Cohen. She beats one. She beats two. Good tackle there, though, by uh, Houston. And she plays it upfield now to Samino, who whips it back across. But there's just no one there. Not a great touch bomb from Kim Skellen. But Amanda Skellen, I should say. But uh, she gets away with it. And plays it now away to Doris. Goes back to, look, she's really starting to control this game in the half middle of the field right now. Goes out wide to Bedwell there. She's asking a bit too much Ooh. of the teammate there. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, the, uh, the left back there and Hannah Turl of her left winger Bidwell who's sort of moved into more like essentially a central role couldn't find the ball at her feet unfortunately got a throw in now and uh, on comes Usher again and I think Manly needed that they need that out ball from her I think the uh, the Beacon Hill striker who I've actually called in the grand final in one of my first ever football calls back in the in, I think it was 2014, would you believe? Whew. It's the year I graduated high school. That makes me feel old. Oh, <laughs> lovely turn here from Doris, but unfortunately it just rolls through too fast and Kilpatrick comes across the deal with the danger. North Shore just uh, tightening the screws here, working their way towards uh, uh, what would you probably think would be a, a deserved goal in this second half. Long throw to uh, Doris, who's found herself in an eggs plate. Whipped across. Can it be found on someone's head? No, it can't quite fall to the player out there. Here comes Hurd. She comes back inside. Looks to find Doris. Looking to find someone in space. She loses out there, though. Well chased by Elry. Does well to get the ball back away. That's lovely play. And here comes Manley on the break. She, Elry wants the ball forward, but Skellen is chasing. The ball is in back behind Baker, but she's there. And it's uh, Skellen again. Deals with the danger. Can't find uh, Turl, who unfortunately had uh, her body the wrong way as she was chasing back. But it's uh, Samino who's come over to the left-hand side here. Plenty of uh, positional changes from uh, both sides here. Here comes Bidwell. She's got that pace. She's got Cowan in the gap, and that's got to be a free kick. Is referee going to play advantage here? I know. Uh, he is eventually, but uh, the second pass there by um, Jemina Davison uh, wasn't good enough to warrant a, 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 a beneficial advantage, and he's going to come back for the free kick, uh, the shove on Bidwell. No cards in the in the exhibition match. I'd be surprised if we saw any 
due to the um, the friendliness of the game. But I'll tell you what, there's been a few uh, some physical challenges in this one. No love lost between both sides. Whipped away there by Davidson, but uh, Elry gets it away. Flicks it now to uh, Arabella Baker. Unfortunately, her touch is a little bit heavy as she was pressured there by Davidson. Comes out now to Turl. Can't get it away, though. And this is great from Samino. She's got a bit of pace. She flicks it across now. There's no one again in the middle there. Elry was there, but it went behind her. And then Usher slightly out to the right this time. And uh, Elry, who, uh, who is... Uh, Played a pretty strong 20 minutes in the second half. But maybe getting a little bit tired now. She's just putting her hands on her knees now. She's been hurrying and hurrying the centre halves of north and suburbs, making sure that they don't have that time to play out from the back. Oh, very nice turn under pressure there by Hill. She whips it across, and here comes Elry. The ever running never stops. Usher's in the. She's coming in. She's getting in there as quick as she can. The ball is whipped in. It's there, and it's across the face Ooh. of goal, and no one was there. Well defended there, though, by the. The right back in Hurd. Unfortunately, it was just too heavy for the striker. A bit winded. It was definitely too heavy for the goalkeeper to come out and think she was going to get it from there. Sailed over her. But uh, we are going to have a quick break here. As she uh, gets her, her breath back. And, uh, well, again, signs of life from both sides. Still looking very similar, Georgia, to how he kind of started the match. Mm -hmm. Northern Suburbs looking to dominate possession and Manly trying to hit them on the counter. Yeah, there isn't really a uh, clear leader in, in terms of who's had more chances or more possession or anything. Both teams have tried to make the most of their chances and unfortunately both have uh, unfortunately not gone into the back of the net. But I mean, both teams doing well. They're Obviously, they're able to read their opposition now. As we can see, uh, non-suburbs have been able to pick out a few of Manly's counter-attacks and, um, and vice versa as well. So great work by both teams. Another throw in here for the Northern Suburbs side as they try and find themselves uh, a little bit further up the field. They're going to call it a uh, Northern Suburbs ball, which is correct. I think it did come off the number 14 there for Manly in uh, Kira Bolman from Brookvale. I think she was looking for a free kick there. She fell Never to going to get that. <laughs> there was a lot of grabbing, that's like but me, it wasn't clear where like she was grabbing. 10-year-old me asking for a, a brand new computer or TV on Christmas, knowing well and truly that I'm not going to get that. Well, I'm you never likely, know unless you are More likely to get a sweater. <laughs> Love me a sweater, Long though. Throw. Yeah, I do now. Like yeah. A pair, a pair of know, socks right? is, yeah. and underpants is honestly the best gift. Clothing is amazing. Here's a chance now for Davidson. Can she get a shot away? She can, but it's uh, not hit... With particularly any pace, and it's well dealt with by Gerrits, who just much better with um, her control there. Good touch there by Hurl. She gets it away back to Davidson. Turns back inside. She's going to have an audacious attempt at goal, and uh, again, Gerrits uh, comfortable and was going out anyway. That was two long-range shots in a row there. They've been listening to you, Caitlin. They've been <laughs> hearing your your uh, constructive criticism from the sideline, um, but unfortunately. Not quite uh, having the power, the accuracy just yet. Here comes Elry, flicked on header. She's done a good job, but who's there again? It's Kim Skelman, uh, Amanda Skelman, sorry, dealing with the pressure there. Now it's Usher on the ball. She's just going to throw it downfield and ask Elry to do a bit of chasing. And uh, again, Skelman, no. Nothing f fancy from her there. She gets it away. Big long throw in here now. Here's an opportunity for Davis, but there's Skelman again. Comes out now and an audacious 
uh, chip back in field, and she's going to be a mile offside. She's going to have a shot, though. Ooh, well hello. saved. Uh, we're not going to get an offside call here. <laughs> uh, hello. Here's an opportunity now for Paige Semino, and it's over. driven over the bar. Well, I don't. I, I can see the ref giving the lines judge here a bit of a talking to because the... the Elry was about... Everyone's getting a talking to so here. so far offside <laughs> that even my 100-year-old grandmother wouldn't have been able to see that. That was... That was I'm not too sure what happened Now, there. that was a great but example I, of play the ball because the goalkeeper for Northern Suburbs thought that it was going to be called and unfortunately a shot was taken. She's very lucky. She had very quick reaction time it was a good save. to stop it. But see, if she had still been watching rather than protesting, she may have been able to come out and do something about it sooner rather than have a panic approach and uh, shot on goal. Vinny's done well. Elry flicks it across and it's uh, well headed away there by Turl. It's taken a weird deflection. Badakian's got it, but Hill's there. She gets it away. But here comes Doris. Takes a good touch. There's a Badakian who's made a great run. Oh, here we go now. What Opportunity here for the North Shore side. It's Badakian in on goal. Will she finish? Oh, oh. Perhaps that last touch just taking it away from her. She couldn't quite wrap Ooh. her foot around it. Unfortunately, had no support in the other front partners to square it across went for goal instead it was probably the option but didn't quite get it in the top near post that she was probably aiming for and Manly survived good direct pass there Drew Doris again the, the architect of that attack here comes Elry she's been running all day gets there first ahead of everyone else she needs some support she does play a beautiful ball through but unfortunately Davis just wasn't banking on it she, that's a excuse me that's a not Davis, that is number five, who is Phoebe Pincus from Mossman. Couldn't quite get there. Here comes uh, um, number 12, Sweeney. Plays it back to her centre-half. Now Usher's going to make that run. Oh, but well defended there by Terl. It's fallen now to Ellery again. She gets it away, but it's uh, Bidwell who's back there defending. Here comes Davison. She just drops it off short to um, up number 10 in Munston, who's back on the field. She goes across to... The uh, right midfielder, but uh, can't find her. Here comes Usher. She's one-on-one. -on -one. She goes to one. Billy at one-two here. Here's the opportunity with her pace down the right-hand side. Can she keep this in? Yes, she can. No flag goes up. She whips it across. Well, the flag's come up very late. I think the referees called this one. Mm -hmm. I think that was a, I think that was a, an audience a call there because... Uh, fourth referee from the, the uh, spectators. Yeah, the fourth referee. Exactly <laughs> right. Uh, didn't quite... Uh, get there in the end but that was better playing her down the, that side that one-two combination which they've probably lacked a little bit this uh, game the manly side goes now to Munston she takes a good touch she whips it away to Doris but well intercepted here by Sweeney she cuts back inside looks for Pincus can't get away though here comes Bidwell she's got that pace oh brilliant talent from Davis but she rides the tackle Bidwell but then well comes across and Usher is about two yards offside Julie will get the flag here no he won't she's onside apparently here oh, we go flag's gone up oh. oh that's very slow yeah, I have to admit, I'm not too sure what she was thinking here. You almost hear the cogs turning this as, as the, the linesman thought about it. When you change the rules and don't tell anyone about it, isn't it? Mm. So the rule is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you've seen it if you're a big football fan like myself, that uh, as soon as the defender now touches the ball, that means that the sequence of play is changed. So there's even the slightest deflection on a pass through to the player who's in an offside position. That now counts as not being offside. That's being played on. So, I don't think that rule will be in existence for too long, but as it currently stands... It's like all the our, big bash uh, rules. <laughs> our senior official on the, on the sideline, 
has made, I think, two correct decisions. Unfortunately, the, not the correct decision there by uh, the North Shore defence to play out from the back as they uh, pass around. I tell you what, I think we've seen a quick sub because Usher's come off because she was very tired. Elwe pushing. Here's a chance now. Will it fall to someone? Nope. Skellen again. Does the job. Comes to Sweeney. The Usher can't keep the ball under control. Dealt with by, by Hurd. Here comes uh, Davis who can't uh, keep the ball under. And that is full time here. Nil all at Charles Bean Park between the North Shore, excuse me, Northern Suburbs Football Association team and the Manly Moringa Football Association's women's team. It was a tight affair between two very even sides. Opportunities few and far between. Defences the winner today, and they as they could not be separated. I think a fair result, guys, if you would agree. Straight to pens. So we are getting penalties. I was going to ask that question earlier in the uh, the, the game, but we are going to get penalties. Oh, a goalkeeper's dream, right? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm very excited. Can we get penalties down here? Is there a chance that we can get it uh, closest to the... Uh... That means I might get some goalkeeping training well, too. I just don't want it to, uh, you know, be um, over the other over side the <laughs> because that kind of defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? We wanted to have it down here. I mean, it would make sense down here because there are homes over there as well. Uh, exactly right. Um, so we're getting some uh, some warm-ups here from the kids as they uh, um, have a, a little bit of a kick around. So nil all at, after 90 minutes, so in good community cup style, we are going to get ourselves a penalty shootout. Straight to penalties today. I was actually going to ask that question uh, to you, Georgia, earlier, but it uh, slipped my mind as the excitement of the game uh, uh, really revved up. Mm -hmm. But... Um, we are going to see some goals at least. Fingers crossed. We don't. We, we are going to get one. They have to score one to win the game. Um, I mean, Caitlin, you've played with a, a few of these guys uh, from the manly side over the years. Georgia, you've seen a few in your time. Mm -hmm. Got any uh, or know of any uh, spot kick specialists? <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a goalkeeper, I can tell you how to distract them. <laughs> I generally, I generally wear the obnoxiously bright green gloves and wave it in their face as they're coming in to, uh, to kick. But honestly, I can't say I've faced many penalty shootouts or penalties in total. And if I have, they've gone straight over the goalpost. Well, we are going to get penalties here. Um, both sides just having a bit of a breather. There's going to be a committee hearing from the referees. Um, I really do pray that... Uh, there is uh, penalties down this side of the field and that uh, we don't take it too seriously and have it uh, <laughs> up the other end and we do it all professionally and there's a coin flip to see where we take which side we take the pens from. I think it'll be better be, be here. There's a shrug of the shoulder from the, uh, the, the uh, social media manager. He's not too sure um, what's, uh, what's going to go on. I think we are going to have a bit of a coin flip. I think if anyone decides to have it on the other side, should be booed. <laughs> we, think we all want to sit down. Uh, I'll side. let you handle that booing, uh, <laughs> and I'll me. I'll just, uh, just sit me. here quietly, I considering I'll, I'm in my home grounds. I think I'll uh, I, I will be joined in that chorus um, <laughs> if we don't have uh, pens down this side of the field. Um, we are now meeting uh, in the middle of the field as we get paired, prepared to have a uh, final um, showdown. Um, well, this is five it. I think so. I'm going to predict five. What about you guys? Are we going to see? Are we going to go to sudden death penalties, or are we going to have a clear winner before then? 
I'm going for clear winner. Yeah, I'm thinking clear winner too. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm where's seen. Where's your sense of thrill? I don't think I can handle it. As a goalkeeper, I can't do it. <laughs> well, we are going to have a, a bit of a coin flip. I don't know what's been decided. Surely we're not going to have them down the other end of the field. Yes, no, I think the referee pointed it towards Get back way. here. But he's going to pick up the ball and then they're taking the ball down the other end of the field. This uh. is extraordinary. The entire fan base is down this side of the field. Well, going to try my best to uh, call these penalties for you guys. I have to stand up for this, otherwise um, I might fall out of my chair. For the... Uh, mm -hmm. This uh, Either that or I select can't see. exhibition game. The thrill of penalties here. It's been a while since I've called such a, a sudden death match, and it, even though it's an exhibition, and yeah, now all the fans have actually had to get up and move to the other side of the field. So I don't know why, in an exhibition match, I don't know why the referee decided that this needed to be coin flipped, but we are going to have penalties down the other end of the field. Up first is going to be, I believe, the North Shore, Northern Suburbs striker, Kaba sorry, Badakian. Ella Badakian from Northbridge. She was the 2020 Golden Boot winner for the season. La the last year, didn't uh, get on the goal sheet tonight, but she might find herself with a PK next to her name after this next kick. First up in the penalty shootout of this exhibition match between the Northern Suburbs and Manly Women's Select sides. Quiet here. At Charles being over for the first penalty in unison, this North Shore side. Whistleblows coming in now. Strikes it well, easily beats the keeper. Finnegan in goals. Sending it the wrong way. Plenty of claps and cheers. Bedakian on the uh, the score sheet with her pen. Mally Waringa right, come up next to take the penalty. Number nine today is Julia Murphy. Tech's rear played a pretty starring role in the side. Um, with, you know, very humble approach to her game today and couldn't quite probably begin to the match. She was kind of shut out by the, the two centre-halves today, but she's got a chance now to put her side on the score sheet from the penalty spot. Takes the shot. Well saved! Straight down the middle, and it's brilliantly saved by the Northern Suburbs goalkeeper. Bronte Finnegan steps up. She came in in the... To in the second half starting side and it's gone straight down the middle she went one way and came back across and palmed it away it was well struck there but saved brilliantly and it's an early lead here for the home side strong start now can they take advantage of this miniature break up now is Drew Norris taking the next penalty silent here at the ground and I feel like I should be quiet a slow build up <laughs> but uh, she takes out the penalty it's a short run up here in she comes well strikes oh, and it's just crept in the roof of the net unlucky there for Gerrich in goal she went the right way but couldn't quite get a touch on it I reckon with two hands she would have gotten there she almost almost like she got there and then fell over as she couldn't quite mm, reach half tripped half, exactly right and uh, they find themselves two goals up now up next is uh, Beth Sweeney, Beacon Hill FC midfielder. Strong game today in the heart of the of the midfield, but couldn't quite find herself uh, on the on the score sheet or, or with an assist next to her name. Here comes her penalty though. She needs to score this. Boom, and she does brilliantly taken straight into the right hand corner. No chance for Finnegan and goals this time. She easily slots it away there. 
and it's an out 2-1. Up next, number eight today for the North Shore side. Jemina Davison is going to take it next. Score this and she puts her side in a commanding lead. Whistle's blown, she sums up, she takes it. Oh, that's a lovely penalty. There's no saving that. Short run up, snapped it to the right side of the net. It's almost as if the goalie wasn't ready. Well, I mean, ready or not, she wasn't saving that. Brilliant spot kick. 3-1 on the sh in the shootout now. Up next and needing to score this one to stay to at least force Northern Suburbs to score their next penalty. Carly Usher, Beacon FC, Beacon LFC striker, who uh, hasn't had too much of an opportunity to shine in front of goal today, but she's got an opportunity here and she sends Ooh. it uh, past Finnegan and Goals, who went the right way, but probably went just a slightly bit too late and couldn't quite keep the ball as, uh, from, uh, out from the net with her outstretched fingers. Up next is Akia Cohen, and she's got some fans down there in the far right corner of the field. It's a slow walk-up, taking her time. The referee could do us a favour and get the ball in position for her. You will now. Thank you. Oh, here you go. It doesn't even bend down and get it. Find the spot. Oh, there it is. Here we go. Here's an opportunity. Score this, and they win. In. Brilliantly done by the right winger. But it's down now to the goalkeeper Finnegan to try and win it here. Julia Murphy Texaria is up next to take this one. Saves this Finnegan and it's a win for North Shore, Northern Suburbs. Stepped in, slow run up, set down, oh, it's saved! The hero of the shootout! I think the referee's going to call this back, though, potentially. I think she, she moved before the ball she was kicked. She moved before the ball was kicked. It's a yellow card. It will be retaken. Drama in the, in the women's select match here at Charles Bean Oval. They thought they had it won the north and suburb side. Save down to her right. But it's going to be retaken. Moving too early. Receiving a yellow card, even in a penalty shootout. Mm -hmm. Where's your sense of humour, referee? <laughs> Here comes the retaken penalty, and it's saved again! This time the referee surely can't call it. He won't. It is full time here of the penalty shootouts. Jubilations for the Northern Suburbs side. They win 4-2 on penalties after full time. Manly Moringa unfortunately couldn't get the job done. A very even contest here, but it will end with the win for the team in green and the home side. Big celebrations. It was a very even contest, uh, which ebbed and flowed throughout. Penalties was what was needed to decide it. But four excellent penalties for the Northern Suburb side was all that they needed to get themselves uh, the win here. Two big saves from Finnegan, who had a stellar second half um, coming in after the, the first 45 and produced two big saves to put her side with the big W next to them. Guys, it was an even game. Do I feel a sense that potentially Northern Suburbs deserved it a little bit more? Or was it was penalties a fair way to decide it? I feel like overtime would have been a more interesting way to uh, try and settle this. Because George, it... we all have to go home. It's a work night. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. 
I mean, they were starting to play up. They were getting closer and closer. So honestly, overtime may have been the way to go. But hey, penalties will give us will give us a uh, definitive winner either way. Yeah, I have to agree there. I think penalties was fair. They both had a great second half, lots of opportunities. Uh, but I have to say the the goalkeeper for North Shore, she was probably the Finnegan. standout. Mm. Finnegan uh, in that second half. Uh, two penalties and two shots during the play. She uh, had a, a marvellous 45, as we mentioned, as uh, both sides... Uh, get uh, greeted by the fans who came down to watch this uh, this evening uh, at Charles Bean Oval. Well, look, not much uh, to, to talk about else uh, from this game. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, first, uh, Caitlin, uh, I hope you enjoyed your, your first stint uh, with us here on Triple uh, H. Hopefully we'll see you more for the season if we get to call more games. That's, uh, that's obviously, you know, if you're not uh, playing uh, in particular as well, which you'll probably be aiming to. How was your first game? How did you feel? Would you, would you come back? Would you put up with me for another 90 minutes? Uh, yes, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, just uh, got to learn a few, few names. And a few oh, words. trust me, so do I. <laughs> so do I. And especially in a select game when it changes every two minutes, yeah, it's hard to keep an eye on it. Georgia, thank you for joining us again for a second week in a row. I'm sure you enjoyed the match today as much as I did. I'm sure I'll get you in some calls as well in the future as we potentially get to call some of the NPL games this season. Of course, if it doesn't clash with my games, I'm more than happy to be there, but thank you for having me today. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you both, and thank you to the Northern Suburbs Football Association for having us down here for this game. Uh, without you, it would have been able to come down here and call this uh, fantastic match and the match uh, last week as well which was uh, headed up by Anthony the Caroos so oh well until our next uh, Sunday live call my name is Dom Rizzuto it has been a pleasure to call this uh, 90 minutes of the uh, exhibition select game for the women's northern suburbs team and the Manly Warringah women's team just repeating the score for you nil all after 90 minutes in a very tight high energetic affair what some would famously call an entertaining nil-all draw. Decided on penalties, 4-2. Northern Suburbs, 4. Manoringa, 2. Two big saves by goalkeeper Bronte Finnegan, the difference. Winning the game for the Northern Suburbs side and sending them uh, into raptures here at Charles Bean Oval. Until next time, my name is Tom Rizzuto. Stay sharp and play pretty. Good night. <laughs>